the press record. <laughs> there was the one episode that uh, I think it was the Cars episode that it didn't record for some reason. So Biggin had to come back through and rip the audio from my stream. Yeah, like no, 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 no. It recorded, but it only recorded me. Oh, that's what it was. And I was just like, and I was, I was texting Akil, and I was like, man, I was like, so he, you know, he's like, oh man, it's no big deal. If if we lose one, we lose one. I'm like, absolutely fucking not. I was like, this is the Cars episode. This is my bread and goddamn butter. This was my fucking episode. I said, we're this one's going up. So, all right, let me know when y'all ready. Go for it. Welcome to the Absurdly Average Podcast. My name is Akil, and you're joining myself in the merry band of morons as we come back to you this week and argue and talk about literally anything and everything. Joining me today is going to be Yanni, otherwise known as, well, Yanni, because I'm not going to read his username here in Discord. Uh, we've got Alan, otherwise known as Fatballs, Mike, otherwise known as Cotier, Spatuli, otherwise known as Spatuli, and Biggin, otherwise known as Taylor. And we're here to talk today um, about, you know, stuff. Before we get to talking about stuff, I want to do a little bit of just cleanups and shit like that because Spotify has also added a rating system as well. So not only on Apple Podcast where you can hit the purple thingy and uh, leave us a review and tell us what you think about the episode and all that kind of shit, but Spotify now allows you to leave stars. And I really, really urge all of you that are listening to please leave us stars. Uh, you know, I would say that I'm kind of here like Nemesis just chasing after stars. Really shitty nerd reference. That one, okay, you know what? Whatever, we're leaving this in. But look, Robert. all of the ratings and stars and things like that, they help the podcasts grow, right? And without your help growing, we can't do as much as we want to for children. Whether it's No Kid Hungry or Make-A-Wish, if you don't know fuck all about me, that's what we do. We help kids. So please, if you can just smash that button on either platform, leave us uh, your rating and all that kind of shit, it'd be perfect. Also, let your friends know that we're here talking shit all the time about anything and everything. Lastly, um, if you're going to be listening, you're going to be here uh, hearing me talk about stream or chat. That's because I'm live every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and uh, live on Twitch at brownlove010. So if you want to join the conversation, you are more than welcome to join in, give us your thoughts, everything like that. They'll be read out loud and we'll discuss, right? So without further ado, we're talking about fucking Tosca. How is it? I'm almost a perfect right now. intro. Almost right? a perfect I, intro, oh, my friend. I almost stuck the landing. You, you really <laughs> stuck the landing. Right. Like I did all the flippy dips I needed to and then fucked it on the landing. Like, <laughs> god damn it. Okay. <clears throat> we are talking about toxic masculinity today. Holy fucking shit. And we're not going to be all doom and gloom about it. We're not going to just be like ripping people new assholes or whatever. We're not we're not like that. For those yeah, of that's you that's for the ripping new assholes our, podcast in like three weeks. Yeah, that right, brand new one right there. But what we're what we're gonna be doing is just be talking about um chained enough for that podcast. I would get booted from every no. Like I feel like that has to be a separate podcast you guys do that I end up like being a guest on. I can't <laughs> I can't do that. Um Fair enough. but what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be talking about all of the different things, uh all the different just random bullshittery that people try to impress on one another that makes them seem superior and it, it doesn't work. Now, one of the big ones that got brought up to me is, uh, and Spatuli will be able to speak to this one more than uh, I think most people in this chat, but 
there's a lot of toxic masculinity that has existed in the lifting gym kind of world, or at least that's the perception. So in your experience, Batuli, is that is that kind of bro lifting thing, is that culture a thing or no? Or what what have you seen and experienced? Um, I definitely say like the early to mid two thousands, one hundred percent. And that's where, you know, <clears throat> and I, I guess it's, I say like the 80s and 90s too, when Gold's Gym was a really big thing. But nowadays, that's really dwindling um, just because it seems that, you know, it, uh, people or at least men are starting to understand that, you know, women could lift too, maybe not as much as men, but that's not the point. The point is they're still in the gym, they're still busting their ass, and they're still lifting weights. Um, I guess it really all came from, from like that, that dude broness that people think of, like the stereotypical, you know, meathead who just, you know, is in the gym every day and all he does is lift, bro. Like 24-7, all I do is fucking lift, man. I'm getting ripped, man. That's all I get. Like, gains, no. bro. <laughs> gains, bro. Gains. I'm about, I'm about the fucking need. gains. But see, that stereotype is, to me, it's definitely not as prevalent as it used to be. Um, and I can't explain why. Um, because I really don't associate myself with those people, even though I do lift on a regular basis. But um, I don't know. Um, let's like strongmen, for example, right? Strongmen, you would think, oh, are they like the biggest fucking meatheads? They, you know, they're the biggest, you know, assholes when it comes to uh, anything. But it's the exact opposite, right? It's just like uh, UFC, right? Everybody thinks UFC fighters are all assholes, they're all cocky, and they're like this or like that. But it's not true. They're very humble. So yeah, it depends on the fighter. Well, see that. See, I, if you talk about like McGregor, that's different because he sells tickets. He does it on purpose. Mm-hmm. But like when you see those super cocky people, all they're trying to do is be attention whores so they can monetize their cockiness. Right. It's yeah. exactly what it is. Well, that, that, that's, um, that's not to get two sides right, but that's why, you know, everybody talks about like paying the UFC and all that stuff. And these great undefeated fighters, you know, they're like, well, why don't I make more money? Because nobody knows who you are. Like, you that's don't, why the you only, don't, you don't post to social media. You don't talk shit. You don't do nothing. You like, you show up and you fight and you go home. And that's the only time anybody sees you, you know, as much as I it, think just as a slight derailment, I just have to say shout out to uh, my favorite UFC fighter, uh, Israel Adesanya. Like the, this weekend. Oh my god! I he is so fucking dope. Like he's a fucking nerd in the ring and out of the ring or the octagon, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But like he's doofy and dorky and will still kick your shit in, and I love him. Like oh my god, yes. Anyway, sorry, keep going. So, like, getting back to, you know, lifters and stuff like that, I guess it's just uh, almost the perception, right? So, nowadays, it's not really like that. It's a shared space unless it's just like a like a, a lifting gym, right? Where it's like all we do is fucking lift. We don't do any cardio. Like, we're on the bench 24-7. We're on the squat rack 24-7. Um, some of those gyms are very like, oh, it's like, if you can't lift as much as me, you're not worthy. All right, I thought like you that. were talking think... about me for a second. Because you're like, <laughs> I, think... I don't do cardio. I'm on the squat <laughs> rack or the bench or something like that. Yeah, that's me. But when I when I work out, like, you know, no. But, like, when I work out, it was the guy that taught me and I used to go to the gym with all the time. He was like, yeah, we just don't take breaks. He's like, we take, like, enough time to walk between machines and stuff like that. He said, that's our break. He said, you keep your heart rate up. It's just as good as cardio. Let's go. 
See, I will say, like, my experience in the gym is definitely different than the old perception of, like, the dude bros at a gym, where um, mine, it was always, like, super supportive, because I'm still fairly chunky. Like, I'm thick with two Cs right now. I used to be thick with, like, four of them. And uh, at the time when I went to the gym, like, I, now, granted, I don't know if it was pity that people were nice to me or not in the gym, and they were like, oh, my God, this 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 bowl of, like, dough is trying to not be doughy anymore but i i actually got a lot of support like while i was there and i didn't know what half the shit did um but that said like there used to be that culture there now we're gonna sidetrack a little bit from that one because i noticed that someone popped into the uh into the channel what's up tony what's good how you doing man of course florida man's late <laughs> he got stopped by a gator on the way home. What you want? I need to pick up dinner, bro. Exactly. Get you that chicken tendy pub sub. Uh, I got a big Kahuna steak sandwich from nice. uh, Jersey Mike's, bro. I don't know what the fuck Ooh, that I is. Know, I, love, I love the sound with extra jalapenos. With extra jalapenos. Hey, that's how you do work. it. Before I left work, I got two pounds of chicken tenders, fried cheese, macaroni, and popcorn chicken for the dog. God damn. For the dog? He's like, if I'm getting, I'm not the only one in this house getting diabetes. Hold on. I don't understand how you're skinnier than me, but you eat like 97 times more than I do. Well, like metabolism. My metabolism used to be hyper fast. Like I could do that and finish all of it myself and still weigh like 145. Um, after the ulcerative colitis incident, when I was uh, on eighty milligrams of prednisone a day for like oh my god, (laughs) yeah, I put on a ton of weight. I'm like up to two twenty five or something like that now. I just don't. I don't look like it because I'm like six foot five. You know, you know how it is. Yeah, that's true. Look nearly as big as you are when you're tall. Yeah. We tall people definitely carry it a little better. Uh, Ari definitely said in chat for Tony getting food, I would have guessed he got Chinese food, and all Akil gets is a pot pie and a tummy ache. First of all, I don't need that kind Aww. of judgment. All right, <laughs> but I was I was definitely dying in the best way possible when uh when I had my first like vegetarian pot pie, like <laughs> I could have died happy. Boy, that shit was good. But anyway, okay. Um, one of the things, Tony, that, um, maybe you can tell me if you want to talk about it or not, it's up to you, but we are talking about toxic masculinity today. And, uh, one of the things that I've encountered with a lot of my friends who got out of the military is it effectively gets almost, I don't, I think beaten into you is the wrong word, but like broken down and reformed is you don't get to express emotions, feelings, anything like that, because it can be a detriment when you are on the field of battle. But that translation coming back into civilian life doesn't really always carry over too well. Um, what have you seen or felt or anything like that? Or again, if you don't want to talk about it, tell me to shut the fuck up and I'll move <clears throat> on. No, I'm a, there's only a few things that I really don't talk about. And that's usually like my emotional well-being and mental health personally, um, because that is my biggest toxic masculinity trait is I refuse to talk about my feelings. Right, right, um, right. So let's talk about. It. <laughs> I mean, I love y'all, but <laughs> that's it, fair, it ain't happening like that. Um, no, in the military, it's, it's okay. The, I get it. <laughs> it's because people are watching, bro. 
I know. I get it. It's okay. Uh, my this big is thing is, when I, as a kid, I was raised around very, very toxic masculinity. Um, my stepfather was a Marine recon scout sniper for 20 years, and I was always told that emotions were a sign of weakness because that's what was beat into him in the military. Um, I will say, being in the military, there is a point where toxic masculinity does reign supreme, and but that's that's during the mission. You know, if you're doing something or if you have some objective, um, toxic masculinity rules the world at that point, right? And it's it even goes as far as to say it's not just a gender thing at that point because toxic masculinity will bleed over into, like, uh, women and things like that uh, in interactions with men that are very toxic in their masculinity. But at the same time, I will say that I have never found a more supportive group of men away from the mission that do care about you deeply and will talk emotionally with you. Um, It's one of those things like when you're at work in the military, you have to look at it kind of like this is your castle, right? You, you're as a person, you are the castle. So when you're at work, you set these high ass walls, these deep ass moats, you make it, the most intimidating thing to break into that right but at the end of the day when these guys go home like they're teddy bears i've seen fucking six four giants pick up other grown-ass men with 300 pounds of gear in total and run two and a half miles you know but then at that night like i've seen those guys break down and absolutely lose their shit so it's it's almost like in the military it's more of a rite of passage thing than anything if you can go through all the bullshit of your day those guys will have your back no matter what but at the same time it's not something that you openly express during the day to other people that's understandable like uh ari actually commented in chat emotions are a weakness hit me in some ptsd i didn't know i had from my military family um but i will say in to tony's point uh, I have a lot of friends who went and served and then came back. And while they may be closed off and reserved to me because I am a civilian, when they're when they're with each other, there's a camaraderie that exists that I don't think there's I don't really think there's any other bond out there that's like that. When you it's go really... through utter hell with somebody, there is a bond that is established that you can't break. Absolutely. Mm. And I think I think when you get some of the people who are like frat bros in the military, and those are the assholes that end up being the poster child for, hey, this isn't what you should be, that's not indicative of the whole. Also, if you are one of those people, could you not? Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like former service members out there that they don't, they don't need that. Like, they don't need to be painted with your bullshit. So stop it. But there is that. Um, another trait that I, so I did a lot of reading prior before, uh, starting off the podcast or whatever. And in fact, for those of you who don't know, whether it is on the podcast or on a stream, one of the oldest viewers and oldest meaning by a term of how long they've been supportive of me and my channel. Um, so he's been, uh, he's been following me almost since day one, right? And back in the old days on our stream, 
he was really uncomfortable with his sexuality and he couldn't tell his parents. Now, I'm not going to say his name or anything like that, but he wanted to come out to his family and felt so uncomfortable doing so. And to the point where he wanted to talk to people about it, but didn't feel comfortable telling his parents or his family. And he's not in the U.S. where it's a little more acceptable to be who you want to be. Um, like it's an entirely different country. So the cultures are also different. And so we ended up basically stopping our stream and talking to him and allowing him to express who he is, right? Because he needed that. And we're not, mm -hmm. I'm not saying any of this for my own gratification or to my own horn, like, oh my God, guys, I'm a fucking champion. For no, 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 no. Let's pause that right there, right? I'm giving yeah, we know this. That's not what you're about. Yeah, I'm giving this as a example of the what positive, like positive, quote unquote, being a man should be, where you're supportive of other people that are whatever they want to do with their life, support them, right? Don't be a fucking dick just because you're uncomfortable with your sexuality and you've got to be this hyper alpha male thing. Because I've met a lot of hyper alpha dudes that behind like closed doors, they just love, they just, you know what? Wait, I don't know if I can say that on stream or podcast or whatever. Uh, I put the explicit tag on the podcast. So I'm pretty sure we can say oh, what we want. Okay. Well then they just love getting pegged. Right. Like, and that's the thing. Like you can, you don't have to just sit there and be a douchebag because you're uncomfortable like projecting your bullshit on other people isn't okay it's not like you're ruining other people's lives because you're not satisfied with your own fuck you like you that's me, not you, okay you want me to tell you where a lot of that comes from yeah go for it uh men historically um get that shit used against them I've seen it half a million fucking times. You you break down and you you open up to somebody or you you know you try to talk to people with shit that you got going on and all that stuff and unless you, you know, explicitly trust somebody like, you know, you just try to open up to people if something happens in the future, that shit will be used against you. And, yeah, and, actually, and, and all and 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 I'd probably say seventy five percent of the people that 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 harp that you constantly see online that you know talk about like you know we need to end the toxic masculinity are also the ones that will use something like that against a guy. I feel like that's that's the same kind of like mindset that happens where it's like um, the the people who prey on others. Um, are the people who are rather chiding other people for however they live their life are the ones preying on other people. Oh, like, yeah. that's... Like, fucking stop it. Like, stop that. Uh, by the way, for all of us that are here in the podcast, if you guys have things, fucking chime in. I don't think this is going to be one of the ones where we just, like, run down the list on some stuff. That's fair. Um, just because of the nature of... Kind of like of an open discussion, right? Yeah, exactly. So today, like, our top, like... If you guys have something, fucking throw it in. Um, because I'm sure that... Now, granted, like all of us have probably had discrimination on our own fronts. And even a couple of weeks ago, I think, uh, Alan actually brought up what was just said 
where you didn't talk about things because they end up getting used directly against you. I believe he said that almost word for word a couple of weeks ago on one of the episodes. He did. Yeah, I remember. Um, Um, I mean, did you want to talk to that, Alan? Well, you know, I was going to say, like, you know, one of the things that I was definitely getting at when I brought the idea up was, you know, also the things that we do that are directly counter to these problems. Um, You know, like I grew up in a house where my mom was already a worse parent than a bag of doorknobs that suffered a brain injury from a lack of oxygen. Um, And she married someone that was incredibly sadistic, incredibly violent, and the biggest coward I've ever seen in my life. And he tried so hard to beat just the most toxic shit into me that he could. Um, You know, and coming out of that, yeah, it was the isolation of you can't talk to people about shit because more often than not, I picked the wrong people and it got used against me in, you know, very bad ways. Um, You know, he tried to beat just balls out racism into me. Um, and, And I don't know for what reason, but. You know, it's stuff like that where, you know, I came out of that going, that is not what I want to be when I become an adult at all. Um, And I I stumbled a lot learning my way through that because, you know, I couldn't pull off being the the big, tough, angry dude that beat the hell out of everybody because I was too small for that and I didn't have any friends. Um, You know, I couldn't couldn't pull off being the world's greatest romantic and and all that shit. I just was kind of floundering for a while. And, uh, you know, all that stuff really turned around for me when, you know, I went into recovery and I started learning how to handle things like this. Like, you know, the biggest counter to being unable to talk to anybody about shit is find people you know you can trust because you can take things to them that you can't take to everybody else. Um... You know, like, and, and, you know, there's, there's a natural bias towards some degree of discrimination with human beings as they are. And there's no telling exactly where it comes from outside of, you know, an entire human history of people that don't look like you trying to kill you for your resources. Um, but, you know, learning how to cope with the fact that that's, you know, your first natural reaction and then realizing that reaction is wrong and to pick a better one you know, goes goes a long way towards um, absolving a lot of those problems and also remembering the fuck-ups you made when you were younger and, and an asshole and uh, don't want to make those mistakes anymore. But... Yeah, no, and I mean, like, that's something that um, I think we can all, like, every single one of us here in this chat can probably remember a time or multiple times where, like, that kind of discrimination has, like, fucking railed you for some reason or another. And it, it blows because like, why, why go through the extra effort and energy to be a steaming pile of shit towards somebody else uh, when really a little bit of that kindness goes a long way? Like you shouldn't have to actively want to be a douchebag unless you're, you're projecting how bad things are with yourself that putting someone else down makes you feel better. In which case, you got to go get some help. Yep. Also based on a shit ton of fear and insecurity, you know, the more fear based your default setting is and the more insecure you are exponentially, the more likely you're going to be the racist asshole or you're going to be sexist about a bunch of shit or, you know, you're going to have some problems like that, that you need help to resolve because it's not something that you can pull your way out of by yourself without any guidance, you know? 
Um, and I, I've been in that fear-based, insecure place, you know, and my thing wasn't with other races or other sexual preferences. It was just the public in general. That's what I was taught to be afraid of. You know, going to Walmart was, I got this knife, I got this knife, I got one tucked in my boot, and here's my brass knuckles. And then acting like I was going to be any good in a fight if it happened anyways. Um, you know, and, and it took a, a couple of good years of working actively against that mindset before it finally eased up enough. This is like, oh shit, I'm six foot five and I weigh close to 200 pounds. I'm not the guy someone's going to fuck with. I'm not their first choice. <laughs> You know, but th that took a lot of work to learn my way out of. Like, it, it took a couple of years. What about you guys, well, like the rest of y'all? I discovered that in fucking middle school, because somebody tried to fuck around and find out method with me, because I was a fat kid, and they figured out that the fat oh. kid would throw hands real quick. I, I, I was just about the smallest kid in middle school and high school. Oh, no, obviously, I've, I've always been a chunky boy. Um, And, you know, you know, you fat kids get picked on. Um, Yeah. And, and that was tried with me. In middle school and about sixth grade and then they figured out that chunky boy would throw hands and nobody fucked with me no more after that well and it's not just that but you're also hiding a lot of fucking raw muscle under there yeah well it's like i joke all the time like you know i was like i'm fat but like my legs i was like there's a reason that i can't wear like high cut boots like cowboy yeah. boots and stuff like that i have to buy like low cut ones because they will not fit over my calves and my Basically, calves yeah, have pretty much death. no fat to them. <laughs> yeah, you, you could kick a horse to death. Pretty much. Now, what about the rest of y'all? Like, has there been any uh, any issues that y'all have faced, uh, either because people thought you were uh, either a different race or uh, you know, oh, however you identified, wow. anything like that? Yeah, of course. Like, uh, yeah. I've been, I've been okay. So, look, I'm Sicilian. I look like I'm Arabic. And I used to own a hookah lounge, right? And uh, there's one time where I was just, uh, I just picked up a shipment of hookahs. And when you buy them wholesale, for the most part, they really don't come in boxes. So just, they're already pre-assembled hookahs, right? And a standard hookah is like three and a half feet tall. And um, it's probably like, who was, I, for a guy I left in the back of my car, and uh, I was, I was driving somewhere like at two o'clock in the morning, and I got pulled over. Right. And at first they think I'm Arabic. Right. Even though I'm not, I have a long beard, I'm bald and I'm, I'm not white. Like my skin color is not white. I'm tan. Right. So like, Oh, they think the first, the first thing they think this guy's Arabic. So they get me out of the car. They search me. I'm like, well, I got nothing on me. And then no shit. I witnessed seven police cars pull up with two cops in each one. So there's 14 cops just to pull me over. Right. And they search my car. I'm like, they're like, sir, what are these? I'm like, oh, that's a water pipe. <laughs> they're like, what? It's a water pipe. No, but they're like, oh, really? What is it? I'm like, it's a hookah. They're like, what's a hookah? I'm like, don't, don't worry about it. And he's like, they're like, oh, you smoke weed? I'm like, no, asshole. I own a business. And they're like, and like just that, just that alone. Right. And the only reason why I got pulled over is because I had one headlight out and I didn't know it. And because of that, they searched me. They searched my car. They called in basically the entire squad, all for one person, right? And if that's not profiling, I don't know what is, right? No, definitely fucking profiling. And, and, to, and that's happened to me in multiple times, right? I got pulled over if, if, it right in front of the Amway Center and had my car searched and myself searched. 
because I had the windows down. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like now, I I really don't want to generalize here, but I have noticed a massive trend among cops, especially those uh, who have like a Punisher logo or a Punisher logo with a thin blue line. Oh you my god! Can more or less expect them to be either toxic or extremely just not the funnest person you've ever met. I'm I'm putting it very very lightly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Especially with like, the, especially the Punisher logo with the thin blue line. Which, first of all, that's an oxymoron. The Punisher is a fucking cop killer. Second of all, you know they're they're they probably beat their wives. Like because that's they just the thing. Seem like that kind of person who's too insecure about their own emotions to express it any way other than violently. So I used to, because of like what I went to school for and everything like that, I used to be super jokey with. Uh, like local PD and shit like that, because I I ran around with them, and oh yeah, no, don't get me wrong. The hunters that come to hunt on uh, our property are fantastic men. I love yeah, them yeah. to death. But it's like it's weird because like now I get uneasy like just because I'm like, well, fuck. Like I look the way I do. Uh, for those of you all on the podcast, if you don't know, I'm a giant brown guy with uh, generally a shaved head. And a, a really righteous black beard. Like, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't go well for me ever. Um, From a distance, and in fact, he looks like he'd be talking about a snack bar or something. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like, it, and then to make matters worse, look, I, ca I, carry, I carry a piece on me in my car at all times, right? Because, well, first of all, I'm in Florida. You never know what's going to happen. But then to get pulled over... And to get searched. Because, look, if you're me and my size or Akil and his size, we're big guys, right? And we look ethnic as fuck. And there is no way or no rhyme or reason. If a cop says, hey, I'm going to search your car, we're not going to fight it. We're going to let them do what they want to do. And, you know, the second – sometimes I've gotten pulled over. They search my car. They don't even ask me if I have a piece on me. And they find my piece. And they're like – uh, what is this? I'm like, what do you think it is? And like, what? <laughs> I'm like, hey, what's this? And like, on too many times, it's it's just like they just search my car to search me, or like search me to search me. I'm like, hey, for what reason? No reason. Like, and for the most part, I don't even get a ticket. They're just like, this one search me to search me. I'm like, oh, what the fuck, man? Dude, and, yeah, actually. And they're like, oh, if ahead. you're my size or keel size, you have to let that happen or else there will be adversity real quick. Yeah, oh, like, I mean, so one of the biggest things that I've started to do, now I don't get pulled over a lot, and every time I get pulled over, it's for speeding because I have a lead foot. But um, every time now, uh, as soon as I get pulled over, like, my windows are, well, okay, so this is an admittance, but my windows are a lot darker than they should be. But, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. 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 <laughs> allegedly. Um, but um, I'll put my hands, like, I'll roll my windows down, put my hands on the outside of my car, like, from the driver's side, and I'll wait. Because I thought before that maybe I should get my wallet out and ready and all that shit. But, like, I've nope. seen and studied cases. Again, I went to school for this, where someone has reached for their wallet, and because their their windows are tinted or this the you know the officer is jumpy, whatever the excuses are, and I'm not making these excuses. I'm saying the excuses that are on public record. But because of that, someone lost their life. So I'm like, yo, I'm not fucking with this. Mm -hmm. And just like Sp Spatuli, I carry. 
I carry from my defense because I look the way that I do, and I'm not I'm not dealing with that. But I'll put my hands on the outside of my car, and I will let the officer know, like, hey, look, I'm carrying at this position on my body. If you want to have it, I will stand outside of my car, and you can take it off of my person, and I will show you my license, my gun permit. I will show you all of the identification in the world. But I'm not reaching for shit unless you're on it, because... I don't I don't want to get horribly misjudged and then like, you know, turn into Swiss cheese for it. Like it's not worth it. And that's the thing that a lot of people may not understand that like people that look like Spatuli, myself, or even Tony fucking go through. Like, and I make jokes, I've made jokes about it on the podcast way before about my experiences through the TSA, right? And yep, overall, I you mention it. Yeah, overall, it's it's funny because it happens, but at some like at this point it's now you know a minor inconvenience because i'm now getting to airports like 75 hours early to deal with this bullshit but the mm-hmm. fact that i have to is also kind of annoying the fact that i'm expecting to just get patted down get treated different all that kind of shit just because someone thinks like hey that's a brown motherfucker he's going to go you know be all weird and start speaking in languages that I've been conditioned to not know or whatever. And so all of a sudden, Ooh, it's a bad thing. Like, nah, fuck that. But I also don't have the freedom to sit there and protest that because the moment I get loud or out of line, I'm, I'm an issue. I'm a problem. So it is, it's a bitch to deal with. I tell you what, you just give them the buddy, buddy voice. I tried it once. It (laughs) didn't go well. Because so, I, like, I was like, oh, like you're going to search my things? Okay. You're going to find like uh, my, my, uh, my little snake in a lamp? They didn't like any of that. So, so here's, <laughs> here's something interesting. Um, that is pretty I, fucking funny, though. I, I <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Been, I just, that, was, that was fucking funny. I have been on both fucking sides of that equation. Um, when I was a lot younger, and I used to pretty much live outdoors with no shirt, um, because there's a shit ton of Native American DNA in my background, I would tan out darker than most of the Mexicans around us. Um, and I'd just get kicked out of my friends' houses with no explanation when their parents saw me. Um, if, if I was lucky, they'd be like, hey boy, you one of them Mexicans? Um, it's like, uh, no. What, are you Italian? Uh, no, dude, Why? But, you know, I could not leave my house in any vehicle I owned without getting stopped and searched. Fucking nonstop. Every time I got stopped, I got fucking searched. And, you know, for the longest time, I was able to basically mind my P's and Q's well enough, in spite of a raging problem with alcohol and pills, to never interact with the cops. But after I started working more indoor jobs and my tan faded out and I started picking up the gamer dungeon tan instead... All of a sudden, the cops were a totally fucking different beast. I'd still get a speeding ticket, but they'd be nice about it. I'd be nice to them. No car search. Nothing else said and done. Pay the ticket. Get the fuck out of my life. And, uh, you know, it's kind of been the same way with a lot of people around me. You know, when they perceive me as white and not something foreign, possibly Hispanic, it's a completely fucking different world. So we did get in chat. Um, So... I will say, I will preface this, uh, Spatuli, the person who commented in chat is like our size, but like bigger, like 
Mm-hmm. like our height but just a walking fucking mountain and uh they said i get pulled over for nothing all the time because of my size it's always four cops and always bullshit to deal with so i feel you guys on that and it never fails and that's in canada by the way that's not in the Unaware. u.s um so there is that um now i'm gonna share one more story for at least my experience before i because i'm sure tony has some too yes no Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm going to go through I'm going to go through one of mine um before I let Tony take the helm here. But um so 9/11 happened when I was in 5th grade. So I went to middle school, 6th grade, and I was uh I was still the I was still tall for my age, but I was extremely rotund and I had super thick glasses. Like these are them Coke bottle bulletproof glasses, right? So I was already getting picked on for being just a chunky round boy that didn't know shit except for books and chess and loved to study and read. And that was kind of it. And I had, I couldn't talk to girl. I still can't talk to girls. Let's be honest. <laughs> but, um, so I was, I went to the bathroom to like, go take a leak. And so I'm sitting there, you know, at the urinal, whatever. This kid walks in and he's like, yo, like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And I'm like, well, Okay no, I would rather this not happen, but can I put my dick away? Like, please? So I wash my hands, and this dude's like, yeah, you're a fucking terrorist. Like, fuck you. Your people did this to the country. All this kind of shit, right? So this dude swung on me, and I guess no one expects the chunky brown guy to have taken a decent amount of martial arts at that time. So I did, and I shattered his arm. Uh, I didn't get picked on after that. But I did go to like, you know, I, I, number one, I cried and ran to the principal's office and told on myself. But number two, I went to go visit him in the hospital because I felt really fucking bad about it. And even in the hospital, this was like, you're a fucking terrorist. Fuck you. And I'm like, all right, like, this is just how I have to exist, I guess, huh? Like, it, I guess this is just the thing. Like, this is how uh, people see me now. Um, and for better or for worse, I mean, like, because even if I trimmed down the beard uh, and made it like, you know, a tight cut and everything like that, no matter how professional I appear to people, they're going to see me for however the hell they've been taught to see me. So at this point, I'm at the I'm at the realization, like, either you're going to be a decent fucking human being or you're going to be a toxic piece of shit. And if you are the latter, go fuck yourself with a cactus. I'm pretty sure this is like the fifth episode that I've said it on <laughs> because we've called people out on bullshit before. But fuck if that's you... I'm mad about it. Yeah, like, just... There's there's actually a patch from one of my favorite patch makers that's got the Morton's... Uh, or is it Morton? The, the salt company that has the, yeah, the yeah. girl on it? The chick with and, the umbrella? Yeah, that's Morton. Yeah, so it's got her, and it's got her kicking, and it says, die mad, you salty bitch. And I want to buy that patch so bad and just stick it on my pack because but like, like Keel, imagine so how much people. imagine how much how much worse you'd have it if you were Sikh bro i feel right? like what's oh. what's insane is like number one the Sikh people are some of the most peaceful people on the planet like it takes so much for the Sikh people to get mad and even when they get mad they don't lash back right they they look for peace and everything uh however let's let's be clear here they're not pushovers they are the they are a warrior faith through and through but 
to have people that confuse a turban that they see in movies or on the news or whatever with the pleated Sikh turban and then mm. the, the gigantic spike in hate crimes towards Sikhs, like that's not that's not okay. Like y'all need to get some education and realize like these people are just your fellow Americans that are trying to live a goddamn life. Mm-hmm. Like that and it really made my blood boil because Sikhs are also Indian. Like they're a different religion, but they're they're my people. Like I take that shit personally. Leave leave them alone. They're doing nothing. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, they're only doing good. Like I'll give you a great example, right? So when um when COVID first hit and uh people didn't know what to do, so most of them either, you know, they either quit their job because they're afraid to leave their house or or, you know, they got laid off, so they didn't have any money. Uh, there's a Sikh temple near me, and then right across the street is a church, right? And even to this day, ever since the pandemic hit, no matter what your religion is, no matter what your race is, the Sikh temple always, always offers a free meal to everybody on a regular basis. And yep. across the street in the church, mm-hmm. no, you got to be a church member to get a free meal. It's like, it's like just that alone is just... That that just shows you the, that people don't understand religion at all. Yeah, like uh, the gurdwaras, which is what they're called. Like they're so yeah, the communal eating. Yep. Like so those those temples, they're they're homes and sanctuaries for everybody. Even so, in the U.S. as, as of right now, because it's going to change, because New Jersey is going to take it. I know they're going to take it because I I'm a member of this religion. I I know what the blueprints look like. But the largest Hindu temple outside of India is 20 minutes from me. It's here in Georgia. And when we opened this temple, um, now, when I tell you I have worked on this temple, that's not like, hey, man, I swept a floor. That's, hey, man, I moved some fucking Carrera marble. I've moved limestone. Like, I have helped build this thing. And... So it's a labor of love, and these Hindu temples, whether they're Hindu, Sikh, whatever, um, they are places for everyone to gather if they want to. There's food there, there's recreation, everyone is welcome, period. So when we did the grand opening of the temple, um, and I may have said this story on a previous podcast, I'm old, so if I have, forgive me, but um, there were people that were protesting the temple that were on the other side of the street. And it was ever it was all kinds of slurs too. Like there's not a lot of them that I can repeat, both because I'm live on Twitch, but second of all, uh, because even though the explicit tag is on this podcast, I don't think I can say any of that. No. Um I think the I think the safest one I could probably say is like camel jockey. And then it goes south from there. Like there's oh, no we've, we've all heard them. Yeah. So I was yeah. like and at the time I was I was still a teenager and so i'm getting this shit screamed at me by people across the street and so i'm getting furious and i've calmed down a lot since i was a a teenager uh i used i used to be the kid that got super angry and like break everything i'm pretty sure my parents can't resell their house because the foundation is just broken um but you know i got really mad and my dad who's been effectively like a quote-unquote pastor if you will in this religion uh it's been decades for him uh like studying you know meditating all this kind of shit and he invited a handful of these bigots into the temple 
he gave them a tour person. And these are people that were yelling at myself and my dad. Like, and they were they were throwing like threats and shit at us. And he invited them in. He took them in and then took them to get a meal at the temple. And while they were all eating, my dad legitimately would just ask them, like, hey, why do you hate me? And I was like, what the fuck? Like, how can you ask someone that? And from there, like, he basically started breaking down all of these ideals and preconceived notions that they had about me and people that look like me and all this kind of shit. And now a lot of these people, and again, white Southern, like deep South, they, they converted, they're Hindus. And I was like, what the fuck, dad? And he's like, all you need to do, instead of jumping straight to being mad at a thing, like learn why someone's mad at you. Like, figure out why they hate you and see if you can start building bridges. And I'm like, man, that's a level that I never thought, I still don't think I could reach. But my God, do I admire the shit out of my dad for that because it's admirable. Well, because mm-hmm. the first thing I want to do is knock them motherfucker well, out. Well, no, it makes like, so much sense because if you think about it like this, right? If someone is claiming to be, you know, your enemy, even though you don't know them and they don't know you, and their anger is based out of, you know, hatred the hatred has to come from somewhere if the hatred's ignorance because they have no knowledge of what you are then the best thing to do is to see if they would even like the opportunity to learn about what you are or who you are or what you do or what you practice because without knowledge people just get angry or they you know they they cultivate hate because they can't understand what you're doing so yeah yeah, yeah, like, like, and then coming at them with anger just increases their hatred. So yeah, and it and it justifies their hatred too mm-hmm. because then they're like, "Oh, you are the thing I believed you to be." Mm-hmm. Like that's absolutely true. And for any of you, I mean, most of y'all are friends with me on Facebook. Y'all see, I start debates on purpose on my own page and get people fighting just to realize how much they have in common with each other, as opposed to like not. And it's it's slowly working, but holy shit, do people have some well, horrible that's like, that's like the uh, the man that has converted the most people from the clan, like got the yeah, most amount of people that, from the clan, is an older black yeah, guy who yeah. just sits there and talks with them. Like he's not violent. He's doesn't you know he doesn't try the approach of get up and yell in their fucking face and all that shit. He he just fucking talks to them. His uh his online documentary is so moving because like you know he legitimately was like people wanted to kill me like I would show up at a rally oh, you and guys people are wanted about to kill me. Davis. That's who it is. Yeah, yeah. Nope. that dude's a I love that Darryl guy's Davis. a legend. He got, like, what? He He's got, legendary, like, two man. Different like grand wizards. Grand leave. wizards. Yeah. Yeah. He got them to basically hang up the robes and quit. And I was like, what the Oh, yeah, he fuck? has a that massive collection of, like, fucking clan robes. Like, yeah, because they give a, it to him once, yeah, once they leave. A couple different sets of, like, grand wizards and all that. Like, the high-up mm-hmm. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the thing. I don't know. Like, I feel as though the, the, the rankings in the KKK are as arbitrary as they are in Call of Duty. Like, are you a prestige one master dragon something? I don't, I don't fucking no, know the, anymore. No, like, it, it, it's a really fucked up version of, like, D&D subclassing. <laughs> I hate to fucking say it, but, like, if you ever I mean, look at the fucking uh, rank structure <laughs> of the fucking... Gygax stole his ideas from a lot of places, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 
I'm mean, kidding. The, I'm the, kidding. The anybody who's anybody of, who's listening, if they represent the Gygax family or whatever, I, that was a joke. I didn't mean it. Please love me. I love you guys. <laughs> um, but li- literally, the head of the KKK is called the Grand Wizard. Like, oh, I thought it was all like fantasy names. No, I think the Grand Dragon's below the Grand. It's fucking yeah. weird. See, this is how you know I don't understand racism, or at least the people who are trained to hate me. I don't know enough about how you prestige. I guess about, whatever. Are we talking I mean, about racists or a D and D group? The, the yes. Role of organization there is baffling. <laughs> yeah, I figure it is. Like, do you happen to have insight on how like people are taught to hate or anything like that? Um, I can share a little bit of mine. You know, and... a good bit of it definitely has to do with the upbringing. That's oh, for sure. Yeah, on yeah. 1,000%. That, that was a big part of it, because, like, you know, my stepdad's parents were World War II-era German in the States and had long discussions of how much they appreciated Rommel. I had no idea what that meant as a kid. But hmm. my stepdad, again, just an absolutely vile piece of shit that was a complete waste of DNA. Um, You know, like, there was this one kid... It was a black guy that was a little bit bigger than me in elementary school. And we got into a couple of fist fights, and my stepdad just rewarded me for whatever when I got home and suspended for those. And then we're both walking home from school one day, and we start talking, and it's like, you know, all of a sudden we're cool. It's like we've been friends forever. And then my stepdad comes screaming up in his goddamn Bronco 2, locks the fucking brakes up, uh... I get thrown in that thing, and he spends the rest of the ride home screaming at me and asking if he, I wanted people to call me an inward lover. I'm not going to extrapolate on that any further, but I had no clue what the fuck that word was or what he was talking about. You know, I was just terrified that this man was screaming at me and was probably going to be violent for the next four days on the back of that shit. Um, you know, and, and that's what he tried to beat into us, or at one point, we're fucking cashing in aluminum cans and my brother gets excited about how much we turned in and he's like we're gonna get so much from this and then you know my stepdad's like shut the fuck up you see that black man standing there shut the fuck up and it's like Jesus. what the fuck is this shit yeah I've never got that that's yeah. fucked yeah, you, can, you can see Akil that's just part of it yeah yeah. Read, for those read, of you who are wondering read that right there tell me that's not like something out of a D&D source book no, so I definitely just read it. So for those of you uh, either on stream or on podcast who are wondering what we're talking about, uh, Biggin just posted some of the hierarchical, whatever, breakdown of the how, I guess, the KKK decides to run. And uh, I have too much of my brain already dedicated to learning different classes and abilities for D&D. I don't have the mental capacity to take on the uh, this. It's, it's No, that's too much. But, uh, Tony... You want to tell us some of uh, some of the things that you've experienced? Oh God. Okay. <clears throat> Let's start off by just letting everybody know I am Iranian and South Korean and a little bit of white. Okay. So, but I that look. That is a hell of a combination. It is. My dad. That's why was, he's so pretty. My uh, my dad was the product of a foreign exchange student from Iran, um, and my mom was abandoned by her parents from South Korea. Well, her mom, because my grandfather died in Vietnam War. So, ta-da, here I am. Uh, through my whole life, uh, I get called derogatory terms for being Mexican, for being Samoan, um, 
I get the camel jockey. I get the worst, you know, Middle Eastern expletives. Uh, a little bit of everything as far as race is concerned. Um, <clears throat> two things that really stand out to me is one is like you ask, how do these people learn hatred? And I can tell you point blank how it happens. Um, my stepfather, who was I referred to earlier, the Marine Corps recon scout sniper, was a non-practicing KKK member. Um, and basically spent my formative years teaching me to be quote unquote white um and to basically hate other people of color um he taught me how to throw the kkk gang sign and things like that because he thought that going to a very ethnic diverse elementary school that that would keep me protected but i'm brown um so I grew up with racism day in and day out and basically being told that I was shit and I'll never amount to anything because I am brown. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So he was trying to teach you to be Clayton Bigsby is what you're saying. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a lot of issues with him. A lot of my my fucking life is the way it is because of him. Um, I seem really happy-go-lucky all the time just because I've come from a place of such great hatred yep. in life that y you either become that and it consumes you and you die because of it or you decide that you want to be fucking better. And that's Thank it. you. Yeah. There's only two choices. You know, when you teach your kids to be racist or to hate on different people for whatever fucking reason, all you're doing is saying, "Hey, I want you to be exactly like me, and completely honest, that's egotistical as hell, you know? In my house, we celebrate diversity. Muffin thinks that she likes girls. That's fine. Go for it. I'm going to support you. You want to wear whatever you want to wear? Cool. You want to dye your hair funky colors? I don't give a shit. That has no impact on who you are as a person. And society has been a lot better about that definitely in the last 10 years, for sure, but it hasn't always been that way. Um, a couple notable things to talk about. Yeah, I get stopped everywhere I fucking go because they can't tell if I'm a terrorist or if I'm a Mexican. And either one of those things aren't very widely accepted anywhere, okay? Uh, I go to Disney. I get pulled for additional security. Um, I was going through the airport. I had shiny metal tubes in my backpack that I was selling overseas. They strip searched me basically without a room in front of everybody for 45 minutes in Orlando, in MCO. Orlando's airport. Um, when I joined the military, I had to put down my ethnicity, and I did, and the doc told me, because I'm Iranian, that I should pretty much just tell people that I'm Mexican. Um, because I would get a Wait, lot what? less flack. Oh, Jesus. The, the only uh, thing Tony is terrorizing is dads that don't want to be kissed. 100%. And you know, it's it's really funny because that <laughs> really ties everybody in this is... group's sanity. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> But that's uh, honestly that's my way of getting back at toxic uh, toxic masculinity is I will tell any dude whatsoever that I'll run up in their house and kiss their dad. Why? Because the guys that take it the worst are these absolute toxic macho oh, men yeah. motherfuckers and they hate hearing that shit. They hate that the idea that the person they worship most in their life could potentially possibly maybe kiss dudes. And would I honestly would I kiss a dude? No, I'm I'm really straight and secure in my sexuality. 
but I know that it's a hot button to push that means absolutely nothing to nobody, you know? But at the same time, like, I don't know. I, 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 so I don't worry, Tony. I do that same shit. I used to go on a roll that, like, if I was at, like, a party or a get-together or something like that, um, mm-hmm. if I knew somebody there was homophobic, oh, oh, son, oh, yeah, I would turn it on. I would be the biggest queen you ever met in your fucking life. I would spend all night, like, chasing them around. If they sat down, I sat right next to them. Like, I'm talking, like, legs touching that close to them. All yeah. fucking night. That was a fucking hobby of mine back in the day. Well, see, and, like, I get that people, like, you know, people get out there and protest for inequality, and people do this and do that and sign their petitions, and cool, I'm all about that. But to me, this is my own form of social justice against major issues, you know? Like, is it do anything? No. But do I know that maybe one person's going to think about it now? Yeah. And that's fine. Like, that's... I don't need to impact 100,000 people. If I could, you know, impact one person, that's all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. I think Tony said the perfect thing about, you know, being raised like that and being raised with those people is, yes, you either let it kill you by turning into them or you at some point you realize it's fucking wrong either immediately when it's happening or you know after you get a little bit of life experience under you and you use that to make you better you know you know it's wrong you don't want to continue that cycle and you want it to stop with you you have so, to want to change too yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely and it's like some people like tony said some people will just die with it but if you can really plant a seed, at least in the minds of the people that would otherwise hate you for whatever reason, then you've done some real good. You may not see it in your lifetime, but I can tell you, like, there are stories from old, like, I've sat down on uh, front porches with Sweet Tea with some old, old white dudes. And, like, they'll be like, yeah, like, it took a long time to change for me to sit here with someone like you, which has been said to me, someone like you. But seeing how, like, they, their verbiage has changed, even though they're about to, like, I'm pretty sure a strong gust of wind would kill these people. Like, they're that old. But at some point they changed and, you know, they would teach those changes to their kids, their grandkids, all that kind of shit. So, like, I can really appreciate, you know, that individualistic approach as well, only because, like I referenced with my dad earlier, like, I've seen what it can do. So we're going to move from that, though, because that was a tangent that just flew. I was it ever. I whatever. And, and if you're new to the podcast or in around here. I was gonna say if you're new to the podcast and new to the stream, uh when we do this, we go off on tangents all the time. Now, the next one I'm gonna touch on is uh it's pretty heavy. Uh if you listen to our New Year's podcast, we talked about it at length. But one of the things that ends up getting taught to guys a lot is you don't express your emotions, you drown it in a bottle, and you keep it there. Like, you don't deal with it, right? And it's a lot. Um, There's a lot that comprises of this. Because, you know, in the older generations, you didn't talk about things. It was seen as not manly. You were supposed to be the one that went out, that worked 
however many hours a week to provide for the family. You came home, you slept, you did it all over again. You didn't have time to feel. And so instead, you drown that shit out with alcoholism. And if you didn't hear our New Year's episode, I, I'll tell it all the time. Like, I used to be an alcoholic. And it was pretty fucking bad. I, I did it to deal with bullshit. And it made things a fuck ton worse, not to mention I didn't have money. Um, I still don't have money, but at least I'm sober. But um, like that's the thing. It's a big, big thing that exists with a lot of that old mindset where it's like, I don't need to talk to anybody. I don't need to deal with anything like, you know, sorry, I had to stretch there. Uh, like you just drink your feelings away and you just power on and raw dog the rest of life as it's presented to you. And while it seems like it's a good idea up front, it inevitably the dam will break and it leads to a couple of different outcomes. A lot of them will uh, end up in accidents because you're either like drunk driving or you're drunk and have an accident or something like that. Um, the second one, which is it's also an extremely high probability rate, especially amongst men who are alcoholics is suicides. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's brutal. And I'm pretty sure a lot of us in this chat know at least a handful of people that have, they're no longer with us because of it. And it like, I'm not going to sit here and preach to people, right? That's not what I'm here to do. I just want to let you all know that like, if you're listening to this, if you're watching us live, we give a fuck about you, right? We we care. We may not know anything about you or anything like that, but we care. And so if that's something that you're struggling with, please, please, like, find something that can help you. Because we want you to be here for yourself, your family, whomever it is that's around that loves the shit out of you, as well as us. We love you unconditionally. Uh, what about y'all? Any experiences uh, with, like, severe i mean i know alan's about to just run me over here but besides <laughs> so, alan yeah uh, go ahead I think, I, I think something that i find just absolutely absurd is the fact that music defines masculinity which is the most oh, dog shit, shit belief you could ever have for music aside from you two being good but i'm not going to get into that but <laughs> yes. um but it's new Hey, look, yeah, Sunday, no. Bloody Sunday is probably the only good song. But, but uh, overlooking you two, what I'm trying to say is, is that some people think that, and by some people, a, a lot of people who listen to music in their cars or listen with other people will either kind of just not listen to their favorite music or just ignore a, a genre completely because they believe that it will somehow diminish their masculinity in some form or fashion. Like if you don't listen to Metallica or you don't listen to insert band like Five Finger Death Punch here, you're not a real man. Meanwhile, I will gladly listen to uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg and Melody Gardot in the same room in the same room as someone like uh, Taylor, who's Bro, big boy. I still, I still rock the fucking Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears on a regular basis, so you can't even fucking use me for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I mean I, I piss people off at parties all the fucking time. I've I even do. gotten a lot of weird, uh, weird looks because, like, I've I've thrown on uh, like Melanie Martinez or uh, Billie Eilish, like in my car, and I'll just sit there and like sing along. I can't sing worth a fuck, 
but I'll just sit there and sing along having a good time. And the amount of weird looks that I get that are hyper judgy, I'm like, what do you care? Like, why are you so I, maybe, maybe it's just sad. Like maybe, maybe, I don't know. I'm out here enjoying my life. Right. Like if you're going to sit there and try and take it away from me, I'm sorry. Like I've been through a lot of shit. You're not taking away what makes me happy. Fuck you. Like, I think yo, realistically yo, what it comes down to is people just envy you that they can't do that themselves because they wish they would, but they're afraid of their own image. That's that's the biggest. I could issue right I there. could see that. The thing is, is that I didn't want to like. So I had a similar thought. I didn't want to say it out of like a fear of sounding like holier than thou, because by no means am I perfect. I don't think anyone, it whether they're in chat or in a here with us like talking, I don't think any one of us believes that we're better than anybody else. But like it, I I have to believe that a part of that statement is true. Like because you can express yourself so freely people also just want to hate on you because they can't have that like whatever and y'all oh, quite opposite to that point i honestly think that i am worse than most people you know like that's just me <laughs> i mean you're you're uh you're you're floridian so um, i mean <laughs> Tony, no, 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 Tony, Tony, Tony. While I absolutely have no respect for any of your opinions because I think they're all dog shit, I still love you, bud. Aww, you're so yeah. kind. Y'all reminded me of one of the funniest things I did in a while. Um, me and a few friends, and we got one guy. He's about four foot nine, and he takes himself incredibly seriously. And we stopped by Starbucks on the way to the place we were going to, to get coffee. And, you know, my ass is like, yes, I would like a pumpkin spice latte, please. The biggest one you got. And this motherfucker starts and he's like, dude, bro, what the fuck's wrong with you? And so, like, I looked up and I said loud as shit. I'm comfortable with who I am. Everybody <laughs> in that fucking Starbucks turned to look at him. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, so, like. I, I will say having having the height that I do comes in helpful in situations like that because you get a lot of judgy things. Like I'll order the fruity ass drink at the bar. I don't give a shit. Like I was out at uh, my company dinner uh, two years ago, or I think three years ago now, and um, I ordered like a passion fruit drop thing or whatever and it sounded delicious and it was also purple. So I, you know, y'all know me. I fucking love purple. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. And they added some of that purple swirly whatever shit that makes it look all glistening like a Harry Potter potion. Oh yeah, and so like sparkles. <laughs> yeah. So, um, like I get judged a lot because, like, you know, you're supposed to if you look like a big hulking dude, you're supposed to be all masculine and whatever. I don't give a fuck. People have already thought that I was like at least bi since middle school. Like I don't give a fuck what people think, and I'll lean into it the way Taylor was talking about, and I'll just make people uncomfortable. So I had one of the uh, one of the dudes come over, like after it sat down in front of me. I'm sitting here just sipping on my fucking drink with my pinky out because I'm a bougie fucking bitch. And yeah, yeah, you are. Damn yeah, right. Um, and and they're like, oh, like why are you drinking that? Like you should have gotten like a shot like the rest of us. I'm like. First of all, straight shots to me are just disgusting. I don't do that anymore. And second of all, this has a higher alcohol content. I have more liquid. And uh, for the price that you're paying for your teeny tiny one ounce pour, I'm getting a lot more for reasonably the same price. Like, what do you want? And like, well, no, like, come on, man. Like, come on. Think about how you look. And I'm like, bitch, I know how I look. 
Like, I will clap in the middle of every fucking word I say if I need you to understand that I'm out here just enjoying my drink and whatever. And uh, our company vice president looked over and he's like, hmm. I didn't mean to get loud at the table, but I was like, yeah, like, I, this is me. If you can't accept that, that's on you. Fuck you. So whatever. Um, but what about the rest of y'all? Whether it's music or even movies. I've noticed people do this with movies. They'll sit there and judge you because you liked a rom-com or something. Like, oh, that's for, that's for women. Like, what the fuck is that shit? It's a movie. It's a, shit. It's a movie. You judge me. Yo, anything besides a freaking Hallmark movie, go for it. But I'll judge you on a Hallmark movie. Well, no. Hallmark They're just replicated dog shit. Okay, you judge me because I like The Last Airbender. Well, that's because it's a no, shit movie. That's, that's because we're, we're, we're not. Here's the thing, Riddler. We're not judging your masculinity Riddler, because you like it. We're judging you as a person you like because that. it's a shit movie. Oh, it's you're talking about the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Riddler, Riddler oh. said he loved the uh, Last Airbender movie. Yeah. Uh, when we did our uh, our movie podcast, uh, yeah. our movie stream, and uh, we don't. We yeah, all we, lost we, we, our shit about it. Yep. And because because and here's I the thing. I stand by it. I like it. And and that's fine. You can like it. We're not judging your masculinity about it. We're judging you as a person. That's a big yeah. difference. We're 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 not saying you're less of a man for liking The Last Airbender. We're just saying it's a shit movie. Yeah. But uh besides that, um one of the other unless anyone has anything else like what you've been judged by for quote unquote being less than manly for uh that you uh, enjoy. Does anyone have one? I have a small amount of shit for my insane love for Cine Candles. I will buy the fuck out of some good scented candles yo there's an entire industry that exists for man candles because apparently like having a regular scented candle isn't is is so feminine that you're not supposed to enjoy it and don't get me wrong there are unique flavors to like the mandals kind of thing hey, with hey, like whoa. bacon or no, no, no fuck that you hit me up with some freaking sandalwood Whew. no and that's the thing so there's sandalwood there's but sandalwood's already been a scent for a regular candle that comes in a really pretty glass i know thingy but see, or now now it's like like depressing colors, so it makes it even better. Yeah. Like sandalwood now is like black and gold. Like yeah. okay, <laughs> like you know, and so now. Oh god! So as I say, there's one candle that stands head and shoulders above the rest, and it doesn't exist anymore. It was one of those uh, candles at Walmart that had the uh, the three different layers dropped in diagonally, and it was pine, campfire, and I think cedar. Ooh! And that is the best smelling thing I've ever encountered, and I cannot find an acceptable replacement um you know and like the closest i've got right now is a few yankee candle uh evergreen scents that when you get them all going at once because they're different ones it makes the room smell amazing but what's insane to one. me is like it's it's it took a company that started on shark tank to make quote-unquote man candles that encompassed more manly scents but then you look at the rest of the lineup on the like scents of candles that they sell and you're like wait this is shit that Bath and Body Works has had for decades, or like mm -hmm. Yankee Candles has had for decades. Hey, but listen, now that it's don't in waste a your money candle. on Yankee Candles, all right? I mean, yeah. Uh, well, I'm not paying a, eighty dollars for <clears throat> a small can. There's some company that Bed Bath and Beyond bought out that's really, really fucking good. I can't remember the name of it, uh, but you know, whatever. But um, besides the candles, anybody else have anything that they've been judged on because you like it and people are like, oh, you're not a man for liking this. That's my best Karen voice, by the way. That's fair. No, it's, it's not my uh, best. Bro, no, all you're... the fucking time. 
All the goddamn time. You want to know? I have a 10-year-old daughter, bro. Okay? I got to stay relevant. Some of the shit she listens to, dope as fuck. I'll bop it in the car. I'll dance in traffic. I don't fucking care. You want to watch a rom-com? Let's go. What is it? She's totally out of your league? Bro, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. I fall asleep watching New Girl every night. Okay? Like, Good show. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. I really don't care. Uh, since middle school, people are like, bro, you're gay. And I'm like, no, I'm straight. And I cared about it for a long time. And nowadays, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I go to Starbucks. My basic white girl order is a fucking dirty chai tea latte with a shot of blonde in it made with soy. Fucking What's good? Self. I don't give yes. a fuck, bro. No, and I think, I think uh, if anything, fun. like the, the straight guys who get called and picked on as being called gay in like middle school and high school, like – I feel like those are just the dudes who are more in touch with their feelings and not like the entire excuse like, oh, my God, you're just you're just not manly because you're in touch with your feelings or whatever. But it's oh like God. dudes who I, are I more. I really love it, too. Uh, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, no, no you're good. Um, so I, it's I like. Really... Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. No, run it. Run it. <laughs> Okay, I, I really like it whenever uh, I tell some I tell someone, oh, yeah, I'm bi, by the way. And he's like, what? I didn't know. I didn't know you were bi. And I. And, I know that a lot of times they don't mean to wrong me, but at the same time, you re it really kind of says something about someone when they say something along the lines of, I didn't think you were gay or I didn't think you were bi. And it's yeah. just, what did you want me to do? Speak with a lisp? Wear earrings? Paint my nails? Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I how are you doing? Yes, like, I, I get, I get, I, I get I sound like Mike Rose, younger self, but I'm not... <laughs> I, I'm no, not. I mean, I'm not the. I'm not Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm just me. Who yeah, also exactly. Would, who would also like to fuck your mom and your dad? There you go. There it is. Whole family. Shit. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's all good, man. And, and that's um, kind of so, interesting too, because I've had like a few, like everybody that has accidentally come out around me stops, goes white in the face, and their jaw drops a little bit. Because they think I am like a big queer bashing redneck, and the only response I have, the only response I have when I find out someone's bay or you know gay or bi or poly or whatever is just like oh, okay, and that's it. So I will say this: like you know, I the 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 I guess deepest irony is that you always get the guys who try and call out people like either Tony or myself because like oh you're gay you're this, and then people like. Now, granted, I was I couldn't pick up girlfriends to save my life, but I was always around women because they felt so comfortable talking to me um, because I guess I was that in touch or whatever. And then right. meanwhile, you have these dipshit douchebags who were like, oh, like you're, you're not supposed to treat women this way. I'm like, what the fuck? They're people. It's not a commodity. Like, what, what is wrong with you? It's not women aren't Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Pokemon cards. They're like, all right, well, I got I got two Tiffany's. What you got? Like, no. What is wrong with you? You piece yeah, of e shit. E even when I was in high, like middle school and like or maybe early high school, but definitely middle school. And keep in mind, viewers, I'm only 20. So I'm I, I, I am definitely the younger person here. He's yeah. fresh out. Even He's recently, out. calling someone gay was an insult, which nowadays just oh, seems so, so absurd. Well, uh, so I, I've I've got something for this, and I really do. So my one of my best friends online that I game with all the time, he's my duo partner for League. Uh, he's a fucking great guy. Ty's gay, right? And so just the old 90s slang. 
Kill will remember this. A lot of the people in here remember that fucking shit from the 90s. Just like, that's gay. And, like, I joke around with it with fucking Ty all the time. And we have, like, a joke in our group. I'm like, I was like, that's fucking gay. But, like, the 90s insult way, not the homophobic slur way. Like, yeah, it's all about, it, it, it's it, all about intent. It's yeah, all about it, intent it, it and how you say it. It me different. Like, you know, it, the shit we talk about, like, we joke around with, like, you know, between me and my friends, like, you know, a, a common phrase for us to say to, like, oh, just fuck off. It's like, go suck a, suck a dick or something like that, you know? <laughs> And and I I'll start to say it with time. We always make the joke. I'm like, God damn it! I can't even fucking tell you to fucking go do that because you'll fucking enjoy it, you know. <laughs> so we got a response from chat as far as like the things that people judge you on that uh, people think you're gay or less than a man for. Um, and one of them is getting pedicures. And uh, I will say this: the person who said that is arguably like super 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 fucking manly like not only does he have basically his own farm he has more weapons that he lost in a boating accident than most people will ever touch in their lives like this dude's fucking amazing and i was just talking to him i want to plan a range day and then get pedicures afterwards like i don't give a fuck i've never gotten one i really want to get yeah what's what's better than you know getting an exhilarating time on the range get your adrenaline up have a good time shooting paper targets and then going back and just getting a petty i now granted i've never had a pedicure and i really want to get one uh i'm just super ticklish so i've been afraid to get one Uh, they're dope something that taylor reminded me of that i hadn't thought about like in a minute um, back right before I got clean and right after I got clean, one of my best friends was gay as hell. And, uh, you know, he was probably the catalyst for me to learn to quit being such a fucking douche. Like it was well-intentioned, but saying all the wrong things and behaving all the wrong ways, even though I love the guy to death. But there were a couple times where like, he'd either talk about his boyfriend or something like that. And it's the one time where you can go, ha! Gay, you know, get away with it. I fucking do that with fucking Ty all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's also. I mean, they even did that in uh in the TV show Community. There's even the little uh gif of it with uh the comedian Ken Jeong that that's doing that. Jeff. Or yeah. I, look, I'm learning. All right, whatever. Um, now, one of the big things I love seeing whenever whenever I go to the mall, which isn't a lot anymore, because thank God I found someone who hates the mall as much as I do. But back when I used to go to the mall, um, every time there was shopping happening outside of a quote unquote female store, whether it's like a Bath and Body Works, Victoria's Secret, whatever it is, um, that one no. Okay, there is there are the dudes who were corralled kind of in the middle of the mall that have set their wives' purses or girlfriends' purses down because they don't want to touch it. It's gross. It's like, I don't want to see someone holding a purse. It's just, I don't want someone to see me holding a purse because purses are icky. And like, what the fuck is that? I gladly hold Ari's purse. I'm yeah, like, yo, this yeah, bitch got a fucking... No, dude, her, her purse is fucking adorable. Like, number one, y'all already know I fucking love cats. So she's got a purse that's got a fucking kitty cat face on it. I don't give a fuck. I'll hold that bitch all day. Like... Whatever. Because if she's tired of holding her purse, fuck it, I'll hold it. I got arms. Whatever. And, like, I just, I never understood the entire, like, such an aversion to holding your lady's purse, where have you seen the ones where, like, dudes will put it inside of their shopping bag so as to not be seen holding a purse? Like, how fucking weak, bro? Well, she's so stupid to me, because 
Like, for me, look, I'm all about cash. So if it can't fit in my pockets, it's going in there, right? So it's like I'm holding that bitch because I know what the fuck's inside it, whether it's cash, whether it's something valuable, whether it's a piece. It's you know a what I'm saying? It's so, a magical yeah, bag exactly. of holding, goddammit. You never know. It what is a bag of holding. It, it really, fuck, it really like, is. Jesus Christ, that bitch right there might pull an AR out of this thing. I'm you, like, you, bro, you can find lipstick. You, you can find gum. You can find change that was from like the 1970s. It makes like, where? There's, there, where is this coming from? There's a fucking Browning M2 in there. I mean, like. Bro, this some of these purses, you could literally put, like, a full-on 16-inch barrel with a folding stock in that bitch, and pfft, you would be less the wiser. Mm. And I'm like, yo, babe, you got a fucking tactical carrying bag with you? Let's go. Like, <laughs> shit. Speak for anyone else here, but personally, I would really appreciate it if guys carrying around purses um, took off. Because, like, every time I leave the house, I've got so much shit in my pockets, I can't carry anything else. And it's like, backpack, uh, man. No, well, I was going to say, the man equivalent of a purse is a backpack. You well, can't no. tell me none of you don't have uh, a backpack. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're telling me it's not a fanny pack? No, I, no. I carry a backpack. That's for Florida tourists. Because a fanny pack is ugly. No, 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 no. <laughs> you no, got to no, accessorize no, correctly, no, bitch. Well, no, you also the, can't really fit a piece in, uh, in yeah, a fanny pack. Yeah, you can. Pack. Yeah, the fuck what are you, you talking can, about? First of all... First bro, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. carry I carry bro. full size. I don't carry subcompact or compact. Well, you, you, you can fit a full size into a. <laughs> yo, I can't wait to carry around my 700 Nitro Express in my fanny pack. <laughs> bro, no, no, you kind of want to do one out of spite. You yeah. can carry a full size 1911 in a, in a Gucci fanny pack. So, first of and, all, I would know, rock that bitch. My my thing with the backpack plan is. Uh, you know, I like me. being able to just stick my arm down to my side and reach into the giant bag of holding instead of having to take the backpack off, turn it around, find five different zippers, and uh, dig my shit out. Then you just get a cross-link bag. Or, or you just go tactical and just wear freaking um, uh, cargo pants no, everywhere. No. No. I do wear cargo <laughs> pants everywhere. Yes, Are yes. you fucking kidding me? I don't. I no, don't no, but we gotta go. We, that aren't cargo shorts. We gotta go no. like mid two thousands, bro. You gotta have them cargo pants that zip off in the cargo shorts. No, I got fucking Jinkos <laughs> like a real man. <laughs> my personal <laughs> favorite new my new age trend to the man equivalent of carrying a purse is a chest rig. If you don't own a chest rig, go buy yourself one. You Jinkos will were the right solution. Jinkos were the right solution for the lack of a purse. I've still got the fucking uh, Buddhas with the glow in the dark stripes on them. And Bro, can... you guys remember those fucking crime scenes, though, that well, were like 21 inches across at the bottom? Look, 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 Tony, you I talking about a my... fucking chest rig? Look, look, I am a fucking white guy with a fucking buzzed head. Do you think it looks all right for me to walk around with a fucking plate carrier? No, 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 no. Okay, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not saying a pig harness, okay? I'm saying a chest rig. It is additional pockets that you strap on your chest, bro. Yeah, yeah that's what a plate carrier is. Or, First uh, of all, you're absolutely incorrect, and I'll die on this hill. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> How you attach pouches to your chest? That's what you do with a no, plate carrier. You're not. Yes, you do, but a plate carrier alone can be just that, a plate carrier with no pouches on it. What I'm talking about is something that it's like a perfect rectangle, and you cross it over your shoulders and your back. Kind of like a plate carrier. No, it's a dual dual strap fanny pack. I have one pulled up on stream. No, 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 no. I have one pulled up on stream. I have one pulled up on stream. 
chest rigs chest chest rigs are like the attachments that you can put over a plate carrier or use a molly system to attach other shit to the plate carrier but That's the cool. chest rigs like these this is what i when i just googled a chest rig that right? looks like a plate carrier though only thinner and if no. you don't put plates in it that's extra storage <laughs> Hold on, Akil. Because we wear plate carriers for looks, because we're all too bright right, to toss, afford the plates on. to go in them. Tony, Tony, toss one in Discord. I but am. while we do that, while we do that, uh, I will say a couple of things. Number one, from chat, we got a uh, the sling bags. Um, so sling yeah. bags are definitely a thing that you can rock. Um, and I've seen again. I've talked about him a lot of times on this podcast. And he's a big Viking behemoth. But Bergerin, um, he rocks a sling cool. bag all day. Um, and again, oh. this motherfucker works on cars that are in such a value that most of you who would hate him can't afford to touch. Secondly, he's also a leather worker to the <laughs> nth degree. Like he's phenomenal. And so if, if you're going to tell me someone like that is not manly, uh, because he rocks a sling bag, go fuck yourself. He'd probably crush oh. your skull. Like, Mike Bergeron is so big, bro. He chewed up the planets, right? And when he spit them out onto Earth, it became the mountains. That was the <laughs> rubble. Okay, Bergeron is a monster of a fucking man, and I have seen really hours is. having crazy stories with that motherfucker. That is the manliest man I've ever met in my life. He will also put on a tiara and a tutu for his daughter, straight up. Okay, so this is the um, the the chest rig that Tony was saying. It's pulled up here on stream. Um, while y'all check that out, um, that Dr. is Gould, a dollar store plate carrier. It is not. <laughs> it is not. It but. is not. From somebody that wore a plate carrier every fucking day, that is not <laughs> a plate carrier. Well, um, and, and now, you know, before I got derailed on the Jinko thing, like when I say those are the ideal replacement for like a lack of a purse or a bag, thanks to the, the access you have and everything, I could literally put my three year old niece in my back pocket and walk around the house and it was no fucking big deal. Like they could hold that fucking much shit. Akio, can we put these up side by side on stream? I so will. The people uh, that don't quick. know what a plate carrier is can see how dumb Tony's being. Yes, let me read I a comment from chat. But um, Dr. Ghoul said, uh, if someone has a problem with the uh, you're gay if you X, like if you do X or if you enjoy X, um, I'll go full on diva or divine and flounce right up to them and kiss them on the nose. And like, yeah, that's what we were saying. Like Taylor, Taylor's done that to people. I've done it to people. Like if you want to be a stupid, like idiot bigot because you, I guess, aren't comfortable with yourself, you go, you're probably going to get kissed. Like just saying. Okay. <laughs> all right. Look. All right. So, all right, all right, so this I'll, is the plate carrier. Go back to the. And then this is the rig. Quick. All right. Look. All right. Dollar store version. Real I... version. That's the same goddamn thing. <laughs> okay. Question. That is go the back same to... goddamn oh, thing. Look at the camo one. Okay. Does that got pockets on it? Yes, it actually does. No. Look no. 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 Of... Does it? Nope. Um, that is okay. First of all, look at the fucking giant pouch on the front, you blind idiot. Oh my god, that's not a fucking pouch. (laughs) That's how you secure the fucking sides, biggin. That front, that front flap, 
folds down, you fold the sides in with Velcro, and then you fold the front up. And you That's can put shit in it, so it counts as a fucking pocket. You can pocket. put shit in there. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You know we, can we can agree on one thing. That plate carrier is a dumpling. That's it. That's all I got for this. So, No, don't that, give him that. Don't, no, 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 no. Yeah, hey, you know what the better thing about a plate carrier too is? You can you can add what you want and what you need to it. Yeah, but and a technically plate it does have two. It does have two giant pockets on it because it has the plate holes. If you don't put plates put in, just your plates. Yeah, okay. You're gonna run around in a plate carrier with no plates. What the what? Yes, that's what we do. It's an intimidation factor. We can't afford plates. Oh my god. First of all, I'll put a fucking cut up cookie sheet in there, bro. Ain't nobody gonna know the difference, okay? Second we go we, we go to Walmart, get some AR five hundred steel plate targets in there, put them in there. Oh right my here. god. Ain't, there, ain't nobody you, shooting through that shit. Did you guys see what the protesters in China were using for body armor back when they were doing the whole uh Hong Kong thing? Was it I did iron? not. What was it? They were using like three quarter inch to inch thick printed circuit board, and it stopped an amazing number of handgun rounds. Like holy fucking shit! No it was shit, effective. really? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Tau huh. Mouse did a video on it. Hey, That's I, very I will say. I, I will say this, Tony. You'll get a kick out of this. Um, those Walmart steel plates that you can get for target shooting are surprisingly fucking resilient. I went shooting two weekends ago, and like put like 25 rounds of 7.62 by 5.4 Russian out of a Mosin at one of those and only had one penetration. I'm not going to lie. That's actually better than most plates because I wore level four plates, ceramic. Oh yeah, ceramics. Those... level four ceramics isn't stopping a fucking steel core Russian round. Bro, they straight up told me they're like, you can take three shots from a 7.62 with this and that's it. And that's if you're lucky. Yeah, and that's they don't a 7.62 by 3.9. Yeah, I'm like you're talking. I have the I'm what? shooting a five four Russian like the Mosin Dragonoff rounds, and I'm shooting um, Russian military steel core surplus. Oh yeah, hundred percent. So right, it, like, it, and I only had it. one penetration on that steel plate. That's Present. amazing. Don't get me wrong. If you're wearing that when it hits you, it's gonna, oh, it's gonna hurt. You. It's gonna break some shit. <laughs> Like, they gonna, gonna be you dead. Live. They will thank you dead for a few minutes because you're gonna hit the ground yeah. and you ain't gonna move. I, I did throw a link for that Tau Flater Mouse video up in general chat for anybody that wants to check it out. Like, yeah, I'll check it out. Surprise the shit out of me. So the next thing on our list of like toxic masculinity before I get into the quote unquote lean and then all of the memes that uh, have come in afterwards Wait, for we're gonna talk about shattering lean. No, it's dude. I read this thread. Ari sent it to me like two days ago, and I was reading it um, at work. And I literally, again, I the amount of cringe that exists in the world due to people how fragile people are. And I'm not talking like, oh my god, he's a snowflake because he believes in this. No, no, no. I'm talking about the people who have meltdowns because again they have to touch a purse or something. Like the amount of cringe that exists with those kind of people, it will undo the LASIK I've gotten. Like I. <laughs> my eyeballs are going to revert to useless because of these idiots. But before we get to all that, uh, one of the biggest ones that I've seen, especially when I was in college and even high school is uh, dudes comparing how much like their self-worth because of how many chicks they slept with. But when girls will throw God. up a number, they get straight judged and like called whores and sluts and shit like that. I'm like, wait a minute. It legitimately takes 
both of you to do the thing. So why are yep. you heralded as a god amongst men just because you got laid a bunch? But now this like someone else with the same number, but they happen to be female, like they're now demeaned and degraded. Like, go fuck yourself. Like sex is to be enjoyed. Why would you not just enjoy the thing instead of being a judgy fucking prick? Again, shove a cactus up your urethra if you think that you're if you think that. Like fuck you. Hey, look, look, I tell people all the time, like I want a girl that's been with a few people, you know, like that doesn't fucking bother me because like I don't want to have to be teaching nobody shit. Like I don't I don't I want somebody that knows how to give that glup glup three thousand like out the gate. Okay. <laughs> If you ain't stepping back and going, where the fuck did you learn that? Exactly. Like, teach me something. Shit. The funny thing is, my experience (laughs) in hanging out with all my siblings' friends and just generally being more acquainted with uh, older people, my first experience will probably be with a woman who's like 10 years older than me. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah, man. My might scare is, you for a little bit there, but it might it really might scare you. It might freak you the fuck out. Or it no, might make you fucking religious. I, I mean, I'm telling you, man. Look, you what, 20? You get yes. you a hold of a woman in her late 30s, early 40s, or something like that. That will oh, wreck your a, world. I'm going to go ahead you and tell you. No, no, no. Taylor, Taylor, I'm not sure you understand. I want this woman to turn my manager Mike Rowe into Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, they, they will. They will, dude. Look, look, Bro. look. I'm, I'm, look, I'm gonna need you to do something. Get on your fucking Tinder and go to the age preferences and set the minimum <laughs> age to about 37. All right, 37. Okay, and then just have it go up to 99. Fuck it. Okay. It yeah, you want to get you someone who has a couple kids and a full time job. Yup. Yeah. Get, get, you, get you a good. Get you a good cougar. They will take you back to their place which is probably quite fucking nice and they will fucking do things to you that you didn't think happened outside of fucking the dirty movies the bonus the bonus about that exact thing right there is once you're done you got snacks bro. you got like, snacks bro. you got snacks you got goldfish you got the little like the little fruit cups you got gatorade capri suns you got snacks you get, look, you get a one night stand with a boy. fucking cougar she will send you on your Dude. way with a capri sun and a damn fruit post coital <laughs> Fruit by the foot, baby. Let's go. Oh, she'll be giving you some fruit by the foot. Don't worry about that, okay? No. Seriously, like, in all seriousness, my wife is, like, nine years older than I am, and there's so much truth to all of this. The only caveat to that is you're going to hear my legs don't bend that far back anymore. <laughs> yeah, Not that's if you yeah, find the right like, one. That's, that's- well, I mean, sometimes you got one of them that like needed a hip replacement or something, but who cares? Like, look, look, let, it, let me addend to that. Do everything that I told you to, but find you one that's into yoga. <laughs> I mean, Yanni, you're 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 in the you're in the bougie, you're in the bougie part of town with uh with a lot of potential, buddy. So, yes, I am aware. I could go down. I could, <laughs> once I turn twenty-one, I can just go to a bar and just sit at the Marlowe's Tavern and just wait patiently. So, oh, hey, absolutely! Bro, you, you want a the, Range Rover? Just give it a couple weeks. You'll get one. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I feel like I don't know. I don't know if I, the term cougar bait, if I'm using it correctly, but that's Yanni. Like deep voice, adorable as shit. Yeah, like, when you oh my 21. god! Yo, we're coming down. We're going to the bar with you. Oh hell yeah! Because I'm gonna try to pick me up one too. Fuck. <laughs> I go home with a woman that's in her fucking fifties. I don't give a shit. She will fucking teach you some shit. She was doing shit before it was outlawed. Okay. 
She invented half <laughs> yeah. the moves you yeah, I, was about, I was about to say, hell, she's probably part of the reason some of this shit's illegal now. Let's go. If, if you're not left apologizing to your ancestors, you didn't do it right. Fucking facts. But that's the thing. Like, if you, if you think you're going to judge women uh, based on the amount of partners they've had, but you're going to, like, high-five your bros because now your numbers are so high or whatever, like, get with the program. Like, yeah, you're a piece bullshit. of shit. Yeah, like, you're a piece of shit. And I don't understand. I, I never understood it. And there's always the adage of like, oh, well, you know, it takes a master locksmith to oh, open don't a lock. Even I was about yeah, to say, there was that, 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 that old joke that was bro. like, Confucius say, key that opened many locks considered good key. Lock that's opened by many keys is considered a bad lock. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I hate yeah. that shit. Like, yeah, that's, that's not like, wisdom. That's like some... That's like some Tucker Max toxic bullshit. So, yeah, I, I, like, I fucking the, uh, love Tucker Max. Uh, he, but yeah, but he's like the personification of all the shit that we're shit talking right now, though. <laughs> I mean, like, he's time, literally he's the personification actually, of it. Actually, there's a worse Tucker than Tucker Ma Mar Max about that one. I don't know how to respond to that statement, and it scares me. Go on, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Um, I knew that was coming. Tucker, Mac, Tucker Max is reformed. Actually, uh, he was on one of the podcasts I listened to a while back. Um, uh, hell, he was probably on there two or three months ago. And they were talking to him. And, and it was cool because one of the, 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 the guy that hosts the podcast, uh, he's an author. And uh, Niels, that you always hear talk about in the books, mm -hmm. is both their editors. So they were talking so, to him, and he was like, "He was like, oh yeah, I did a lot of fucked up shit when I was young." And he said, "I I regret a lot of this shit." He was like, "But I was fucking, you know, in my teens and twenties, and just did fucking stupid shit." Okay, so well, oh, go ahead, that, go ahead. I was gonna say something that I'd like to bring into this this particular discussion too is there is the throwback holdover system to dating and pitching woo, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and it's, it, it used to be, um, that basically it was the guy's job to seek permission and it was her job to give permission. And that's where you got that shitty advice. Like, don't take no for an answer. You know, you basically bully her into it and, and all this oh, shit. And yeah, you know, it still that's hangs a good around way to a little get bit. Stabbed. It's a, yeah, way to get stabbed absolutely. It's, that's how the, you behave like a toxic fucking dickhead. I was about to say, exactly. do that to a fucking Hispanic woman, man. Dude, no, you'll no. get cut. Dude, you're gonna raise <laughs> blade, you're gonna raise away from under the city. You'll get fucking killed. Yeah, it's like, oh like, no, Poppy, not today. Yeah, that's still like I always tell people. Everybody's like, why do you want like a Hispanic woman? I'm like, because like if if there isn't that fear that you just might wake up in the middle of the night to a stab wound, are you really living? Yeah, <laughs> like really. So, well, here's the other thing. There was that there was that TV show that came on um, when we when we talked about uh, the the TV shows uh, stream that we did. And it was called the pickup artist. If I remember correctly, oh, and fuck it was a douchebag that basically taught dudes how to neg women and make them feel so bad about themselves that they ended up going out with you. So number one, if you're that kind of dude, fuck yourself. Number two, if you are a rapist, don't don't follow, don't subscribe, don't any of that. I don't want you associated anywhere close to this shit. Just right? DM me. Like, I got you. Yeah. Let us know where you live. We'll have you, Taken out. Somebody motherfucking date. better call inside, me. I'm, in, like, I'm inside Rob, your walls. <laughs> take you on a date. Let's go. Exactly. Have you ever like them Everglades. Them Florida Everglades. Yeah. 
No, 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 no. Fuck the Everglades. I just want to see what happens if I shove two pounds of Tannerite up a fucking human's asshole. I mean, look, that's the thing. You can't, you, you need to not be shitty dudes. Quit it. Like, half the reason, like, I've been judged on being a guy because of people like you. Like, when I've yeah. met, like, just random people, I'm a genuinely nice person. I'm a giant teddy bear. But because of fuckheads like you, I can't even make friends because now people are just scared of me because I'm a dude. Because of people like you. So yeah. fuck yourself. I don't get to be nice anymore. Like, no matter how nice I am, it doesn't matter anymore because fuck faces like you have ruined it. Right? Fuck you. Now, like, uh, here is... Oh, go ahead. Let's say hearing one of my female coworkers talk about the fact that she had to carry a knife with her to go to the car when she worked late, you know, I was like, uh, it's like, no, you don't understand. It's like, yes, I do understand, but I fucking hate it for you. You know, and there's not much yeah. I can do about that. And we, we actually covered that, uh, with the last episode when we talked about, uh, working in the restaurant industry where like, uh, female servers have been followed home and abused mm-hmm. or jumped at their cars. Like I've personally walked my servers back to their cars because there's fucking creepazoids out there. Like number one, like I'm not going to sit there and try and preach to any of our ladies out there. Right. I, I will never understand. Like I can comprehend the fear or something like that, but I'll never understand it. So I'm going to put that out there first. But I was talking to Ari about this the other day and I'm like, well, babe, like if this happens, why can't you just kill them? Like if they're aggressing on your person, why can't you just fuck them up? And she was like, have you seen the court cases? Like I'll go, like, we'll go to jail like forever and nothing happens to the dudes. And I'm like, fuck, like, I hate that you're right. Like what? What do you mean? Nothing happens. He's, he's fucking so, dead. Well, no, no, no. Because it sets press. It sets. It sets legal precedents. Like if you are being assaulted, like sexually assaulted, and you even let's say you don't kill him, but you stab him, right? You're going to be charged heavier under the law than the guy will for assaulting you sexually. Yeah, That's okay, just so how just, it is. Yeah. Okay. So just kill um, him. Don't stab him. Well, just kill him. Well, no. So if you kill him, you're now you're now incarcerated for life. Depends yeah, on okay. how your lawyer is. Well, First of all, it depends on where you're at geographically, too. Yeah, not I was about to say, Georgia has a pretty... I was about to say, Georgia has a pretty damn good stay-in-your-ground law as well. I get that, too. But if we take that Brock case where the dude... who was witnessed raping an unconscious woman on campus, <laughs> right? He got off with, like, what, six months of jail time and then probation because they didn't want to ruin this kid's like career. He was like oh, a, a, yeah, he's a, like swimmer. a swimmer. Yeah. Yeah. He was a swimmer who had like, you know, scholarships and all that shit. And they didn't want to ruin the kid's reputation, but he fully changed that woman's life by well, raping, oh, by, yeah. by raping her. Even like, worse was that one woman who was trafficked from a very young age and she killed her trafficker and escaped. Yes. Got, got imprisoned for life. And I think they finally got her out after years of fucking fighting that shit like she did yeah. something fucking wrong. And that's the thing. Like, so. And see, and see like, in my opinion, all of them judges deserve to be gang raped themselves. Like, fuck them. Like, oh. it's not, it's not okay. There is no, there is absolutely no justification to where, like, if you have sexually assaulted someone and, you know, now you get a lesser sentence than the person that is trying to escape your assault and somehow the person escaping gets charged heavier than you, 
fuck that. That's not okay. But anyway, um, I was going to cover this real quick, which is, it's the lean, the quote unquote lean. So there's a dude on Twitter, Revelino, I'm not even going to give them the time of day, but um, they're saying that if you're, if you are holding a woman, if you are leaning into them, you are not an alpha male. So let's take this first example. It is now. I don't know if you guys know the person in this oh, photo. Fuck, but I... this is Hafthor, the hold world's on. strongest man. Like I know which thing you're talking about, but yeah, he's yeah. Just, he's so this dude, this yeah, dude, but his wife is like like four two. It's like ridiculous. yeah, she's she, his wife is bite sized, yeah. and I mean. I mean, by a comparison, like Ari's what five foot a little bit more, and I'm six foot four. Like when I hold her, like I'm gonna lean in because I'm trying to hold her. What what the fuck? But he does this image on Twitter where he draws a line and shows that the the man is leaning into her, and it shows that he's less of a man for leaning into her. Because somehow that's less masculine. So his his words his words themselves. Um, this guy is the strongest man ever. He's wrestled alligators, but he's rich and famous. Um, but don't lean in is based on sexual polarity. And what he says is, why can't a man lean in? When a man leans into his girl, he reveals that he feels needy and has lower value. He reveals that he has a weak mindset and he feels dependent on her. This is exactly what turns her off. She's looking for strength and confidence in a man, not weakness. And uh, I know, like, I lean in because I'm fucking tall. Like, I don't know. Or I also just want to be close to my to my girl. What the fuck is this is? <clears throat> I've broken my own brain. Y'all take over for a second. The, the okay. thing I, I with this too is like alphas are supposed to be the guys that are watching the pack and protecting everybody and making sure the group's safe. Like, where the fuck's your goddamn fanny pack full of fucking band-aids and cheese? It's asshole. <laughs> I love that so much. I love that so much. Like, you're not wrong. Like, a, quote unquote, an alpha in a in a pack of wolves is the one looking over and making sure everyone's okay. Why you should be out there again, like Alan said, fucking making sure everyone's hydrated, making sure everyone's got their water, that they got their snacks. Like, that's so fucking stupid. And like uh, Oliver said in chat, bitch, I just have shitty posture. And yep. But like, <laughs> it's it's such a dumb thing. Uh, so here we go a little more with this stupid shit. Body language is energy revealed. Leaning in shows neediness. Leaning away shows disdain. Notice how her head is tilting away in this photo. That's a clear sign of disappointment and disillusion in her relationship with him. Like, she's just looking pretty for the photo. Like, I don't. The the lengths that people will go to make their pseudoscience bullshit to justify how weak of a motherfucker they are makes no sense to me. I know like, I, we're not supposed to say the S word, but this is the textbook definition of the S word. Oh, the four letter that ends starts with an S and ends in a P? Yep. Yeah, I can't say that. Like, we can't say that on stream only or because... the, 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 um... The I it word. rhymes with Excel. Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, I we can't word see that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. We can't that. say either of those because Twitch has Twitch. Uh, came because out with, Twitch uh, is a bunch of rules. I words and S words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, 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 we, we got an email like as content creators that we can't say anything like that or we risk catching a ban. 
So like, I don't, I'm really? not going to fuck with that. It yeah. Just it's just my alt. No, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so Mel, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Mel and Oliver um, in our chat, they are a married couple. They are absolutely adorable. Also, it was very, very great seeing the both of you uh, this past weekend. I missed the fuck out of y'all and I cannot wait to learn how to ride horses. Um, Did you go see the goats? No, 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 no. So we all got together Aww. somewhere else for a friend's birthday party. But um, I've been talking with them on planning to go see the goats and then also learn how to ride a horse. Wait, hold uh, on. You, you, got a, you know another motherfucker who has a February birthday? Jesus. I know a lot of February birthdays. I feel like uh, aquariums just attract one another. I, I think that's just the case here. Well, but, yeah, because nobody else wants to accept this. Well, look, no, <laughs> hold on. Don't say that because I'm one better than you. It's all right. What the fuck are you? I'm Pisces. <laughs> You're less than me. No, I don't think so. Fucking water people. <laughs> um, so uh, <laughs> fucking water people. <laughs> First of all, we're air signs. Thank you. Yeah, okay. it's an air sign. I'm a water. Yeah, it's a fixed God. air sign. All right, you inbred hillbilly. No, you should have stayed away. You any okay? You the best meme I've ever seen. And shut up. The best Maybe meme I've ever best meme I've ever seen in relation to this astrology shit is a uh, a kid going up to their mom and going, "Mom, what uh what time and day was I born?" Yeah. And the mom is like, "You stay the fuck away from that girl." And I'm like, <laughs> 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 But uh let's see. Uh Mel said the alpha bitch will kick the ass out of any alpha male in the pack every day. And Mel Mel is not wrong. Like I've met her. Uh like she's very very kind and she will also Fuck your day up without thinking. Like, they're just, I think dudes that think like this are, maybe they're either afraid of women. I don't know if they're, if they, if they've ever been hugged. Uh, I don't, I don't know what the issue is, but dudes who think like this are fucking dumb. And this is getting into another image on the same thread where the same dipshit goes masculine energy equals mas masculine posture. You're a man, you stand up straight, you live in your world. She's a part of your world if she's lucky enough to be chosen, chosen by you. You do not live in her world. So he's showing a photo of Jason Statham standing straight, right? But he got fucking ripped apart because there's another photo of Jason Statham leaning into, an, I guess, an actress or something, right? Well, Jason and so now, is also five foot two, so he's on the same level. Well, no. So now, like, he, this dude got roasted on Twitter because uh, there now people are like, fellas, is it gay to stand at an eighty nine degree angle? Like, because apparently you're less of a man if you don't stand straight every fucking time. Like, it's so stupid. Um, is this guy secretly see. Jordan Peterson, or am I just missing something? <laughs> I don't um, know what that means. It, I mean, you can, uh, oh, okay. So here's the best clap back to this thing ever. So fellas, is it gay to stand at an 89 degree angle? Yes. Cause it's not straight. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. Uh, there's even so other wait. people that are, huh? If, 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 uh, gay, if, uh, not, if, uh, gay people don't stand straight, but straight people do, what do the bi bisexual people do? Do I, I just... Do I, I think you're a supposed headstand? to wiggle. Yeah, no, you got to squid They do the S move like a snake. Yeah, you got to you got to Squidward. You remember when Squidward was like doing his little wavy thing? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what that's you, what you got to do, Yanni. Daily. <laughs> Dude, that is no, but see, I think the the real issue here is why does somebody have this much time in their day to overanalyze the way someone stands to come to the conclusion 
that it makes them less of an alpha male. Because they're an I word. Because <laughs> listen to it. They're an XL with an no, I. No, but see, here's the thing. Where the fuck do they have the time to even come up with this theory? That's well, my question. Like, I mean, get a job, homie. These because guys they exist. live in mom and daddy's basement. These guys exist because absolute fucking dipshits listen to them in droves. I just, I, just, I don't understand it because to me, like, that post shouldn't even be a thing. Because yes. it makes no motherfucking sense. Well, no, no, no. So it gets even better. Like, the, re- the replies of people tearing this motherfucker apart. So, fellas, is it gay to be taller than your girlfriend? Uh, if, you bend a, if you bend a little to hug her, are you gay? Are you, fellas? Um, this, entire, this entire Twitter thread is about leaning. What is their goal? To inform men about the dangers of leaning. <laughs> fellas, is it gay to hug your wife? Um, let's see. Uh, have you ever heard about such a word as posing for the camera? Uh, spending your time analyzing the posture of various pictures is a, self, a typical self-confident strong male behavior. I wish one day to be as alpha as you. <laughs> like, it's so dumb. Um, there's even a, there's a, ironically, there's a photo of Trump leaning in in a photo, and they're like, uh-oh. Um, but if you want the line to be straight up and down, then tilt the picture like this, it took like 30 seconds. So they all, they altered one of the photos to make it to where the dude is standing uh, straight up and down, and now she's leaning. Um, there's the job of the hut, uh, leaning in while, uh, Slave Leia is straight up and down. Or the the scene where uh, Darth Vader is reaching out to Luke and Darth Vader is leaning, <laughs> but Luke is standing up straight. Like, it's so dumb how this dumb bullshit... Yeah. And I, I love I love that the internet ripped this person apart. Like, if you're a piece of shit like this, like, fuck you. Um, I also just learned from Oliver and Mel that goat herds are actually uh, leading and herd the rest of the goats. Like, so that's something I've now learned. Uh, let's see. Now, real quick. Um, let's do this one. So this one is a bunch of moments that the internet destroyed people who were just fragile as shit, right? Now, I haven't looked over this, but... You know, if something is questionable, I'll scroll past it. I don't think it's going to be. But this one is a man... It is branded as a man-sized box of Kleenex. Like, they're just fucking tissues. Uh, A grenade bath bomb. Because, you know, when you want to get all silky smooth and stuff, you need to throw... uh, Just pull the pin and... Grenade! I guess. I don't know. I would totally use that, though. I I mean, I I would use either one. My favorite part about a relaxing in a bathtub is the PTSD. (laughs) First of all. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. that since they make toasters fucking waterproof or, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But see, here's here's the thing. Here's here's, here's the thing, right? When it comes to the baths, I don't give a shit what your gender is. I just think it's gross in general. You're just soaking your own filth. That's gross. Take a shower. Take I a understand. shower for the bath is what you do. Uh, yeah, dude. I've taken bathrooms before. Those are great. You get the water. Dude, you fill the bathroom just a little bit. Then you turn the shower head on so you get that water feature going. It's nice. Yeah. But, <laughs> but like uh, in we... general, like for cleanliness, I don't understand it. Right? This is 2022. You don't got to sit in your own filth anymore. So we got a in in chat. We got a response for the man size Kleenex. Uh, is it is it uh, because the man size Kleenex holds more? Quick? 
Um, and so maybe that's it. It might, um, it, it might have, um, it might have better splooge absorption. Absorbency. Quality. Yeah. It could be yeah, like, it could, we, Hey, we could I mean, be making the, the an there could be an engineer out there that is fucking crying because we're making fun of his shit. And he's like, There's he's like, reason, I just want to clean up. I was trying to help you. <laughs> um, help you when you're turning my work into a daycare. <laughs> uh let's see oh my god that one just clicked fuck uh there's a there's a brand of colgate that is colgate for men because the power peppermint is for men and men and women have different types of teeth that you have to brush differently uh and here's terry cruz that was uh given a like they got a photo of terry cruz holding his wife's clutch um and so like he he literally or i think it's his clutch he says women have great ideas I'm with my wife and I'm like, and she's like, Hey, can you hold this? Can you hold that? And he's like, uh, I need to take great ideas and put these things into a purse so no one else can hold them. I walk around with my clutch bag all day and it changed my life. Like that's Terry fucking Cruz. You're he's not national treasure. Okay. I was going to say real, like, oh, it's pretty awesome. That. Okay. What? Look, that is also, that is also a cultural thing too. Okay. Because like I've spent a little bit of time in China, right? Okay. The largest denomination bill that they have is a hundred dollars. But everything there costs thousands upon thousands upon thousands of their dollars, right? So it is totally normal and accepted to see dudes running around with clutch bags. Like, okay, first of all, like, everybody's like, oh, it's not manly. I'm like, okay, yeah, you go tell that five foot six Yakuza mob boss that just walked in in that suit that his fucking coach clutch is gay. I, I dare you. Bro, Japanese, no. I mean, yeah, they spend time in mainland China, my guys. Okay, <laughs> but like it, Got like it. Tony's, Tony's not wrong. Like someone like that would not only piece you the fuck up, but like the suit. Like okay, again, I've spent I spent time vacationing in Dubai. I'm I've also been back to India, like where I'm culturally from, and holding like dudes holding hands as they're just walking around, like checking out the city and shit, is normal. And yet, like you wanna, you wanna try and hold your homie here? Nah, they're like ah, and they try and give you shit for it. I don't understand. Like you're just being friends, but yet, like I'll try and give some of my dude friends a hug, and they're just kind of like, ew, I don't. Nah, know. Dude, all the homies get the hugs, bro. Yeah, yeah that's I, the thing. I'm not a fucking a man hugger. If I meet you, you get a fucking hug. Ariel. And the holding hand. And, 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 and if you ain't careful, uh, you might get a mouth hug. <laughs> the, the, the holding hands thing is interesting because that's where my conditioning kicks in. I'm just like, absolutely the fuck not. Um, but I do hug the shit out of people constantly. Like I've moved past handshakes into just hugging everybody as long as it's not a workplace. Uh, now we got some comments for the man purse. It's not a man purse. It's European or it's a Merce or a man bag. <laughs> it's um, uh, to, 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 to call back to the Seinfeld episode. It's a European carry all. <laughs> uh now i discussed this one a little earlier but it is a it is a guest who ordered a strawberry daiquiri but not in a girly cup like who gives a <laughs> what fuck? The fuck like you're drinking your how 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 oh my god my brain how tender are your sensibilities that you're like oh my god this glass that i ordered my daiquiri in is going to make people think less of me fuck off Oh, bro, that's not what's going to make me think. Someone offered me like a, a a funky little cup with whatever drink I was getting. I would ask them to please let Does me select the color. Does it come, Does with, it come with an, an umbrella? Does it come with an umbrella? And can I pick up. the color? No, but see, like, because if look, it doesn't come with an umbrella, I don't want it. 
Look, I understand the cup situation because for the most part, the cups that they serve fruity drinks in, you can't drink them without a straw. And I don't drink out of a straw under any circumstance. I fucking hate straws. That's just me, right? So someone gives me like a daiquiri cup that has like a fluted like martini style rim to it. You can't really sip out of it. It either you drink it out of a straw or you pour it onto your face. So I understand the cup situation if it's a weird shaped cup, but no. What do you mean no? no? I just don't like drinking out of straws. It's not. It's not a like a weird. He thing. He doesn't just... like sucking on something straight and hard. That's no, I, well, no. Yeah, but so fuck you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, no, no. So like for me, for me as an example, um, I I use straws all the time, and it's because um. I have a glorious mustache and a beard. I don't want to get anything messy in it. Like this beard, if anything, it's taught me that like, I understand a fraction of how long it takes girls to get ready and all the shit they got to do with their hair. Because first of all, okay, this calls back a conversation I brought up on the podcast like weeks and weeks and weeks ago, but I've had dudes call me out and like, Oh, if you're going to take care of your beard, all you have to do is just throw water on it and you're fine. And I'm like, there's a reason why you like yo chicks don't let you go down on them. Like you scratchy bitch. Like yeah, that beard smells like shit. Yeah, like you got to condition, you got to wash. Like mm-hmm. I have a fucking routine, and there's a reason why my beard is as soft as a fucking kitten, and it's because of that, right? But like, if you're gonna have like, I take so much pride in this beard that I'm not gonna. I don't. Then this is me personally. Like when I drink drinks. I don't want any anything that I'm like drinking to get in it because then it gets sticky and gross. So that's just a me thing. I just I don't understand why it's fucking stupid. Um, let's see. Alan said in chat, uh, if I'm paying for an overpriced drink, I want the special cup, umbrella sprinkles, and all that shit. I didn't yep. say that. Oh, uh, not you, Alan from uh, in uh, in stream. Sorry, in chat. <laughs> um, Different Alan. Alan. There's another tweet. There's another tweet that went fucking bonkers, and it's a uh, men out here killing women for not giving them their numbers, not sleeping with them, not going to prom with them, and being trans. But we're the ones who are emotional. And I'm like, oh, holy shit! Yeah, uh, hey, we I want to the... cover one that you skipped over. It was Which that one? bro nut. Yeah, because the... I was just thinking uh, that's the best thing to get yourself after you bought a pack of dude wipes. What's a dude wipe? A dude wipe is the best wipe you could fucking use hands down if you're a big guy. Uh, I'm um, so lost on everything that's happening. So, so I, I, I know are... I know everybody is making fun of like the bro nut, like is a snack like a man. But like if you put like two seconds of fucking thought into it, so traditionally don't guys normally eat more than women? Like, you know, not like trying to be discriminatory, but like if you sit down with your old lady, don't you eat a little bit more than she does? Yeah. I I guess. Okay. So I guarantee you those bro nuts like there out there are probably just bigger donuts. Well, no no no. Instead, I don't instead think they're of having somebody a going in and the... buying like two or three of them, it's just like, all right, let's let's just get this one big one. No no no. I think I think it's more like the 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 bro nuts snack like a man. Like why does it? Why does your snacking have to be manly or feminine? Just well, eat the fucking thing. It's like a hungry man dinner. They're I'm just sorry, I mean, TV dinners. That's that just reminds me of There's meal. more food to them. 
The word bronut also implies a certain amount of baby batter that I don't want to fucking be thinking about when I'm trying to eat. <laughs> no, hey, it's no, extra glaze, that, babe. And well, that and the bronut. <laughs> also, get that? Where you get that? Get that glaze on there from? <laughs> Yo, I will also say this fucking bronut looks a little phallic, dude. And it's got whipped cream right down the middle. Like, oh boy, you go enjoy that, you fragile fuck. Like, it's just missing the vein. Oh. <laughs> it's just, yeah. yeah. Yo, give me no, one chocolate but, stripe, all right? I was going to say, they're either going to do that or they're going to buy a Snickers and get the dick vein on the Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, the dude wipes, they're, they're basically wet wipes for adults that I believe are easily flushable, but they're just yeah. targeted at dudes. And they well, they're bigger so wipes, because like, yeah. that's all I use. They're, they're like, I think, they're like seven by seven inches, so it's a nice fat square, right? And they're they're fibrous because I think they're made of like fucking bamboo fibers and shit. But yeah, I mean, it's they're just, meant for fucking dudes, man. Because it, it'd be too rough for a, a woman to use. But on a yeah. guy's asshole, it's fucking. It's like chef's so, kiss. The next one, stupid oh, marketing. The next one that uh, that came through is uh, these males are not when are not men. They move and gesticulate like women. The hand over the mouth gesture is an example. It's physically repulsive. Um, like if you're ever gasping or like, <gasps> or whatever, apparently that makes you less manly. I get, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, but that gives another tweet. Uh, it's more important to teach women to reject men politely than it is to teach men to accept rejection peacefully. Like, yep. We talked about that a little earlier. Like you don't, you're not owed shit, bro. Uh, Oh my god, I've used bro way too many times in this yeah, episode. Bro. I think Dude, I, down, down, bro. That, that right there irritates me because I don't know how many times that like I've been trying to like ask a chick out, like trying to chat her up or something like that. And it's like they come up with like eight thousand different excuses. I'm like, look, if you don't want to fucking go to dinner, just fucking tell me you don't want to go to dinner. Like, don't fucking tell me, oh, you're busy this Saturday, and then, well, like, maybe next time. Well, and then no, I ask that's... you, like, the next week and all that stuff. Instead of just being like, um, like, you no, might... I don't want to go to dinner with you. And I'm like, cool. And I understand. Like, I understand why they do it, because, you know, there are guys out there that are fucking dicks about shit like that, you know? and just Yeah, and that's the thing. Dick. Like, I've, I've asked Ari about, like, because, again... I don't have that perspective. So I asked Ari, I'm like, hey, like, you know, why, why I'm, I personally am okay with the direct answer. If I'm, if I'm talking to a female and I just get told something directly, like it's a no or something, cool. I, I'll peace out. I respect it. But there are dudes out there that'll just like, they'll kill someone just because they didn't get their yeah. way like if i like if i slide into your dms and be like hey baby you ever had your asshole lit by a fat man in an overcoat you want to and she says no <laughs> i'm gonna be like all right cool catch you later you know <laughs> like, i think so i do not understand that statement i what the fuck was that <laughs> that was a jay and silent bob reference thank yep. you very much how yeah, did i yeah, yeah. wait how the fuck we were you talking about yeah, you this missed earlier the fuck this morning. Okay. We literally talked about that earlier today. What the yeah. fuck? Um, so listen, I'm very tired. It was Jay and Silent Bob strike back because they were outside yeah. of the uh, convenience store while they was in the road trip. And yeah, yeah, like, hey, yeah. baby, you ever had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? And Silent yeah. Bob just sits there and kind of like shrugs with that like questioning look. <laughs> 
So I just got a I just got confirmation from chat from Mel, and she said it only takes one psycho, and then bam, you're dead. Like girls don't have mm -hmm. the ability or the freedom to like what? be like, hey, no, like that's not okay. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I, I, otherwise it's a risk to their life. Oh, and I'm I'm not I'm not necessarily I'm irritated because the chick you know tries to. But I'm not necessarily mad at them. I'm mad at the other fucking cocksuckers out there that don't know how to fucking take no for an answer. Yeah, because those douchebags are the ones that caused all, yeah. like, and again, I said this earlier on this episode, like, I've had to change how I present myself and talk to people because I have to, I, I already come off like I've got resting bitch face. I'm a giant motherfucker. Like I've already got all of these, all of these things against me to talk to someone generally. And so to even have a pleasant conversation, there's so many things that I have to change in my approach to just talk to someone because these fuckers exist. Like if you're that kind of fucker, again, jump off a cliff. Um, now here's another one. Uh, like things that dudes have said for like turn in your man card or whatever, whether you like to cook or you're a chef or you like to do art or you're an, like, like I like to cook, you're girly. Uh, but I'm a professional chef. Oh, respect. Uh, I like to make some art in my spare time. Oh my God, turn your man card in. But I'm a professional artist. Oh, dude, bet. Uh, or if you like writing, oh, dude, turn that man card in. You ain't shit. But I've been published. Oh, dude, you're awesome. Like, number one, I don't think dudes have the authority to take away dudes other, like, other dudes' man cards. I don't think that should be a thing. Like, we don't get to decide, and maybe, maybe this is controversial, so y'all yell at me if I'm wrong. But we determine, I feel like what makes a dude quote unquote manly is how they respect and treat other people. And so your man card is predicated on how you treat others, not how you believe you, sh you, tr uh, you're presenting yourself. If that makes sense. Does that, does that kind of make sense? Yes. No. Oh uh, yeah. I agree <laughs> to that. Uh, I guess it all depends. I think that should be the fucking baseline. And then, well, like, yeah, but we're asking the bare minimum of fuckers, and they can't even yeah. get that right. I mean, I'd, I'd say for me, 100%, yes, it's about the way you carry yourself, the way you treat other people, and the way you conduct yourself as an adult, uh, 100%. And then you well, add in appearance and stuff like that, but not like, oh, I got to dress like this, or I got to dress like that, but just like being a, a clean, nice, decent human being is bare minimum. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I think part of that too also is the the backbone needed to stand up and and say something when you see something. Like I've had, mm -hmm. like, and and this is recovery related. I've had some guys that were fairly new to recovery, did not understand the first fucking bit of why they were the problem, and they're treating their significant others like shit. And like one guy's like, "Dude, you're being a fucking piece of shit and stalking her." Stay your ass the fuck at your house and call me tomorrow. Make sure your ass stays the fuck home. Um, you know, I had one guy, he was bringing a significant other to meetings. Um, and he was making them sit out in the car and he's like, cause I'm kind of ashamed of him. And I was like, motherfucker, you're going to leave them at home. Cause right now you're treating them like a pet that it's okay to fuck. And I'm not going to have that around me. That's just straight up fucking abuse. Get that shit away from me. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can't do that, um, it's, it's probably time to evaluate, you know, where some of your priorities are. Yeah, like when I was a bouncer, I was a bouncer for a few years, and uh, even when people weren't even drunk, they were sober and they were still like, you know, touching up on women 
or doing like really inappropriate shit. There's been multiple times where I had to get involved and, and like physically just beat the living shit out of somebody until they stopped and I had to throw them out. It's like, and that was almost on a nightly basis. And that's before, like before fucking 10 o'clock, before they even were drunk, they were doing it. So it's like the, the amount of disgust that you see in people on a regular basis when you're, you know, I guess you could say there's still someone who works past working hours, like a bartender, for example, or a bouncer or, or wait staff. You know, they see it on a regular basis, and it's disgusting. So the the biggest thing that always happens, like when you get interviewed by the police for something like that, or even in court when it comes up, uh, for the female is how many drinks have you had, so on and so forth. But they never ask oh the guy, God. like, how many drinks have you had before you decided sexual assault was a thing? Like, nah. Like, mm-mm. I'm not. It, no, it needs. Uh, I hate it so much. Um, there's another one here that's uh, some some men won't use emojis because they consider it feminine. Like, could you imagine wanting ho- wanting to hold on to your masculinity so desperately? And also in high school, one of my guy friends said, I wish I were a girl so I could use an umbrella. Uh, and then my what? father told me that umbrellas oh. were for gays and women, huh? and it took me like 16 years until I realized that was bullshit. Um, hey, look, look, that's drilled into me, bro. I'll fucking get wet. I, I, I can't break that. I, I just don't like using an umbrella. I know it's stupid, but no, I, 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 I understand it's stupid, though. But I just, I can't, I just don't like, to me, I don't like carrying shit, right? So even when it's raining, it means I got to carry a fucking umbrella. I just don't like carrying an umbrella. See, I think like my favorite three? thing, though, is like, the old, the old idea of what was masculine is dead, and it needs to come back. Where it's the dudes that dressed in like sharp ass suits, mm-hmm. and like you could use the umbrella as a walking cane, as well as like keep it on your wrist while you're walking around or handling your business or whatever. Or in Spatuli's case, you know, the family, like so, <laughs> someone in the family is holding the umbrella for you. Yeah, that um, happens a lot. That does happen a lot. <laughs> There's also an umbrella-based martial art. I forget what it's called. And yeah. personally, I've got three of the biggest goddamn umbrellas I can fucking find in my truck at all times. But, but like, see, hold on, hold on. What Akil said brings up a good point, though, right? So, all right. Let's go back into the 40s and 50s, right? Let's take away all the stereotypes besides the good ones for example yeah, we're get, we're 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 making sure that this is focusing on like the way you present and carry yourself not the racism or sexism yeah. the of way, that the, time way period. the way people carry themselves and the way you know everybody respected each other regardless um, unless you were you know my family and you were involved with different things then that's different but for the most part everybody was cordial and respected each other right and everybody would talk to each other regardless. But with that comes chivalry, right? Which I enjoy it, but a lot of women don't because they think of it as something masculine or, or toxic masculine. They think of it like that. To me, I, I don't understand how or why they think that. Like, I open the door for anybody. I don't give a shit if you're a female or, or a dude or whatever. I don't give a shit. But more times than not, when I open the door for a female, they look at me sideways. I'm like, I'm just literally opening the fucking door because I'm a nice person, right? And I just don't – I want to know where that comes from. I mean, I do to a certain point, but to the degree that the way people look at me, like I'm some kind of jerk-off, I don't understand. I would, I would also say that like – 
to me, the ultimate pinnacle of what it is to be like the manly man or like this quote unquote alpha isn't a dude, bro. It's not the guy that gets swole and yells at women from their car. It's not any of that. It is the soft-spoken James Bond style man. Like that suave, respectful, like you can handle your shit, but you are also crisp, clean. You know what you are and you're not going to just project on other people because you're a piece of shit. Like I think that, or even like the way it was personified in the movies, uh, the Kingsman movies, I think that's it. Like you, you, you have to be the better person by extreme kindness if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah. like and i think that's that's the thing here's another one by the way that i found uh some people's masculinity is so fragile that guys can't show one another affection without saying no homo like it's it's true that used to be back in high school or middle school too actually well and, um and, and on your james bond point there was something else that was brought up um that pops up every so often Fucking Austin Powers had a clear and complete understanding of consent and respect in that department. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah. Let's see. Okay, uh, I, I, I want. I'm gonna be honest. If I ever do get with a guy, I just while we're doing it in the middle of it, just go. No homo. <laughs> <laughs> That was Holy like a joke. That, that, that was like a joke I saw. Um, that was uh, it was like started playing gay chicken with a homie yep. of mine ten years ago, or you know started playing gay chicken with a homie of mine. It's been ten years, a marriage, and two kids. Fat fucker, don't give soon. I'm gonna start to think he's gay. <laughs> so there's there's one image on here. It says men have feelings too. No, not just the hippies. Mantherapy.org. Because apparently, imagine trying to make an advertisement to help people find therapy, and you have to be like, oh, well, it's, it's definitely, you know, manly to have... Fe- what the fuck? I don't... See, to those are fair, the guys who look up... The- as, as a man, it, it still takes a lot of work and a lot of fucking self-examination to bring yourself to the point where you're like, okay, I need therapy, I need to find help. You know, it's... That's still like is, a difficult thing right now. For 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 being for a male, the thing about expressing your feelings is that's not nearly as hard as being honest with yourself. Yeah. Because especially that's if you're in a true. hard place. Honestly, I feel like that's a solid point for us to like end on too. Like mm. keep going, keep going. I like that a lot. Obvi- obviously there are people who are very critical of themselves and have bouts of depression where they feel like a piece of shit. But I'm just gen- I'm just talking generally about the people who are either lack self awareness or just don't know whether or not they have any kind of self awareness, and they just don't know how to look at themselves critically enough to make a beneficial change. I mean, I'm and not that's sure why basically you're attacking. What talks next. I don't know why you're attacking me from 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, but that's it's it's a solid point that he makes because like there's a there's a there's a lot of my friends that I know need to like see a therapist, need to talk to someone or whatever. But like they their battle with themselves, their self-perception, whatever it may be, is hindering them from making the most progress they could ever make for themselves. And it sucks because that stigma of therapy is drilled in like even like and uh, like if you i can approach this from an immigrant standpoint 
like therapy for immigrants, or at least, you know, from the way I grew up, you didn't talk about it because when you went to a therapist or you even talked about it, like it was talked in hushed tones because, oh my God, like, is, is Akil okay? Like, you know, is, is he fine? Like, is something wrong with him? And I'm like, what the fuck? I, I have ADHD and apparently micro or super, super dosing opioids isn't helping. <laughs> like, you know, maybe, maybe I need to t- talk to someone, but like everyone just thinks you're broken and that shit sticks. Whereas like really good therapy is so good. So I think on, on that, like, please, again, we talked about it a little earlier this episode. If you, if you need help, please find it like in whatever form it is to go see a therapist. Like, you know, there's, there's options out there like better help where it's an, um, it's over text or phone call. You don't physically have to go see someone, whatever it is for you find that because I promise you the, the blocks that you are putting in your own way are, are in the grand scheme of things, the biggest things that are holding you back to finding your happiness and success and you're the one that is getting in the way of finding that. Don't let a perception of what therapy is or something like that take away from you finally being that person you want to be. It's not fair to you to live by someone else's standards just because they think you're going to be less of you. You're not living your life to please somebody else. If you're doing that, that's already just dangerous. You need to live and learn and experience your life for what it is. Don't let people take that from you. Go find the help you need and be the person you're supposed to be. For fuck's sake. I'm so tired of this shit. But y'all got anything else before we end for the night? I mean, you know, you were talking about the the getting help thing and yes, like help is out there and you may have a few of your own stumbling blocks to get out of the way. For me personally, you know, talking to a psychiatrist and getting medication for the longest time, every time I took medication for the problems that I deal with, something felt fucking broken, you know, like in the bad way. And it took a long time for me to work my way out of that shit. I had my head jammed a long way up my ass about it, you know, and, but you know, once I, once I just accepted, that's what I need to do in order to get myself balanced and able to function like a human being and started working with the help, shit got better. And, you know, if you're struggling with addiction, help is out there and it's fucking free. You just have to look. Um, It's out there. Get the help. Yeah, and I think, uh, uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. If you you grew up in a family like mine where they equated talking to a therapist uh, about your issues is like talking to the feds, it's not. Unless, unless what caused you trauma is still within the statutes then don't talk about that because then they can report that but that's fair if it's hey, nothing hey we talk if it's to not, therapists we don't talk to the feds <laughs> but like i said if if your trauma is caused by something that is completely horrendous and it's uh, you know not within the limitations then i understand but remember there's patient client privileges that the law cannot touch unless they have to report it. But for the most part, I would assume they wouldn't unless you're a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's their Which, response. yeah. But uh, so that is going to be the podcast for today. I hope you all enjoyed it. A little bit of housekeeping before we end up for the night. 
Um, please, please, please on Apple Podcasts, smash the shit out of that purple thing. Uh, leave us a rate and review. Drop us a comment about the silliest thing you've seen dudes lose their shit over that makes them feel like less of a man. If you're listening to us on Spotify, then leave us a rating. It is now an option. Leave us five stars if you want, if you think we deserve it. Because again, all of these ratings help us grow. And as we grow, we do more for children. Um, that'll be it. We're going to figure out what the next topic is at some point and come back to you next week with another episode. But until then, podcast, y'all have a wonderful time. Take care. And of course, from all of us to you, bye. Bye. Night, everybody. Goodbye. Okay.